case if you haven't guessed, uh, I'm Sean, that's Ed, we're Geeksters, so strap in, it's going to be a bumpy ride. And welcome to episode 446 of Geeksters, I'm your host Ed. I'm your host Sean. Hi Ed, how are you? <laughs> okay, how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty fucking far from okay to tell you that much. <laughs> Holy shit! I was I was half tempted on the way. I'm gonna have Ed just start the music. And go cut it! I'm fucking mad. <laughs> like, just fuck the intro. Let's get, get right into it, Ed. I hate people. I want them all to die. Ooh! Ooh. 2020 was a good year. <laughs> oh, Ed! I'm telling you. Give me a minute to compose myself here. <laughs> Just, I need to take a drink of my peppy. Peppy? My Pepsi. Get some peppy in you. Mm. <laughs> Pepsi, sir. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's going to shed what you're expecting tonight, folks. <laughs> Mid-range jokes. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Hey, if we do mid-chain jokes... <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Hug, hug! Woo! Hug, Welcome to the Wacky Morning Show. I'm your host, Sean. Over there is my partner, Ed. <laughs> Remember every top of the hour, if you hear the special sauce word, you'll be entered into a hundred dollars. Woo 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 woo! Woo! Oh God, Ed, I hate people. Just starting off my night by saying I appreciate y'all listening. If you're not in my immediate area, you're safe. Because, uh-oh, what was that? That was my phone, I think. Yeah. Who could possibly be bothering me at this time? <laughs> that was my wife. <laughs> yes, I'll allow that. I am, okay, hot flash, my dog's an attempted murderer. <laughs> what? 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 Thanks for the sh- thanks for thanks for the sh- material. <laughs> material, baby. <laughs> Ooh, apparently, Ripley just tried to eat a baby bird. She's an attempted murderer. <laughs> I guess she must have put her out back. It must have been a baby bird. My dog was like, <laughs> maybe, maybe she was just playing. That's the same. They. they- they love to play, right? And they love to play with all animals, right. and they don't realize that they're a small baby bird, and, right? You know. and that, that looks like chicken. Yeah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> hey, she eat was for playing. dinner. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Anyway, so uh, yeah, wow. Uh, how was your day, Ed? Uh, my week was good. Um, my day was terrible, but my week was good. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> but mine was not as close to being as bad as yours was. Apparently, I don't know what your day was, but my mine was just the fact is is that I had to go to three places to get dinner. You know, that, oh, that, was, wow. that was like well, a big deal, right? Was it three because of three different people, or because you wanted something and, and all three other all places were closed? Or well, it was it was it was just one thing after another. Like I I 
didn't know what to get, so my default is a, a grilled chicken sandwich from Wendy's on Sundays. Because usually, like, okay. you know, it's it's the easiest on like my mm. diet, and it's you know, and it's it's healthy somewhat, and you know, I sure you know, and it's delicious. So, <laughs> so I go to I go to Wendy's, and they said their system's down. Oh, okay. So you know what do you do with that? You're like, All right. I guess I'm going to go healthier. I'm going to go to Salad Works. Oh, you know? yeah, but Salad Works closes early, doesn't yeah. it? No, they're they're open. Oh, they were open then. Okay, but of course they were closed for the day due to a personal matter, apparently, because there's a big note on the sign oh. on the you know on the on the window that translation. I need to leave, and I can't get anybody to cover my shift. So fuck you, I closed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, apologize. You know, blah blah blah. Back tomorrow. All right. Well, right. that does help me now. Right. So I had to go to the alternative. This is McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> healthy, super healthy, fuck it, trash. <laughs> and that's how you feel. I blame you, society, for not being open and not having shit working. And God forbid you and your personal emergencies. <laughs> it's your fault that I had a Big Mac and fries. Double quarter pound of cheese. A double quarter with bacon. Of, with bacon. I could have just said, you know what? I'll get like a just a regular old burger. But no, if I'm going to splurge and eat like shit, pile it on. That's to say, because I know they have a grilled chicken sandwich They there, do. But I refuse to eat it because <laughs> because if you go to McDonald's, you're going to eat crap. Like you, It's like, I'm going to be healthy at McDonald's. Fuck you. You know you're not. <laughs> Even their healthy, I think, is worse than their Big Mac. <laughs> right, because he said their salads are like more calories than their... Right. Then they're Big Macs, so it's better off getting a Big Mac. So that's what I did. I kind of did that, you know. Yeah, yeah sure, sure, uh-huh, sure. So, oh, so now I'm talking in an echo. Hello, Ed. I'm way hello, far away. Hello. I'm actually. Oh, <laughs> echo. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I mean, the rest of the day went pretty well. I have to say, you know, I, I did up a lot of errands, and I'm ex- I'm extremely exhausted because last night was my. Father-in-law's 80th birthday oh, party. Okay. Yeah, he, oh, I, you guys party like rock stars? 80 years old? That's, strippers, that's coke, whores, <laughs> drugs. Like, I, mean, I wish. <laughs> but, but old I, man streaking down the road. Woo! I'm 80 little tallywhackers just flapping in the wind. But the thing is, it was, like, it was a hot day yesterday. It was hot, yes. We spent most of it outside. Oh, that and, sucks. Yeah. But he, the, the the place we were at was a house that has a nice bar in the back, and a, oh, okay. they 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 made their house almost like a party right. central kind of place right. to go because they have tables set up, right? And, you know, stripper pole. You, you, mean, <laughs> you could have a stripper pole. There's, hey, yeah, it was a stripper pole. <laughs> yeah, come to think of it, I think I was losing like a couple dollars. I went to grandma's shorts, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> so. so <laughs> So anyway, uh, so it was happy birthday to my father-in-law. Happy um, birthday! So, uh, but it, it was it was a long day, and by the time I got home, it, it, and then my cat wakes me up for break for her breakfast. You know, it's not like, your breakfast. Not my Bitch, breakfast. wake up and feed me, <laughs> feed me, Ed. <laughs> so if, I felt like I was like hungover. Like that's how uh, bad I'm. Like I didn't have a drop of alcohol, and I feel you're probably dehydrated from the day, right. and you woke up. You should have drank some Gatorade to treat yourself like you were drunk. <laughs> well, I was I was drinking a lot of water. Uh, okay. I mean, well, I split with that in soda, but, but I was drinking. I did drink like four or five bottles of water. Ooh, there, yeah. slow down there, champ. That's right. <laughs> driving. Ooh, I was hydrated. I peed like a racer when I got home. Crazy, I tell you. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that was uh, that was this weekend. But I did watch a couple of things. Um, I did watch the volume three of Love, Death, and Robots. I started watching it. I got, to, uh, I got to the first one. Then I started getting kind of sleepy. 
again, a great show. I, I can't there. I can't fault it for any episode that they right, done. Right. The art, the arts on some of them are really great. Right. Some of them are like you know thing. Some of them I'm like kind of going. I didn't get it. Right, but, but I'm stupid. So right. Well, sometimes <laughs> so, it's just about the experience. Yeah. But it was it was it's fascinating. These they some of the art uh, that, that's that they did it was finesse you know phenomenal and i started watching it and at the end of the first episode with the three robots which i love by the way yeah it's a sequel yes apparently um there is a little qr code right yes i scanned it ed did you and apparently i probably lost it but i go to a website right where i can download some artwork or get an nft of it <laughs> but to get an nft i would have to pay a little something something for the artwork right of course i'm like I don't get NFTs. Are you kidding me? I don't know. It's like, you know, no way. <laughs> I'll download it as like artwork. It was like artwork for like the first three episodes. There's like nine like things that you can get and you'd be like, oh, it's kind of cool. I thought yeah. it was interesting that you're like, you're doing that. Just moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about, it came out, uh, was the uh, Constantine uh, House of Mis- Mystery. Right, right. I watched the whole thing. Right. You were right. It was a bunch of short stories. Right. The the I watched the first a few minutes of it the last time like when we were talking about it right and I think so this week I'm like a, no I'm gonna sit down and watch it I want to know what happens after the flashpoint paradox right sure what happens yeah it was terrible <laughs> great I own it too <laughs> I mean the this this the ending was just like I'm like really that's how they ended it but then there were some other stories there's a loser story in there so that was interesting right. to, to see and then there was a third story which I can't remember where I think there's four stories total and I can't remember the other two were uh but uh, they were both interesting I mean the the loser story I liked a lot okay. that one was that was that was pretty cool uh, I liked how that one worked out um but it was all it was all left like open sure. you know, for like sequels or something like that and i'm like and is, are they going to try and continue this you know kind of thing and right see so yeah, how the formula works worse. maybe we'll do it again yeah but uh it, 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 it was it worth buying no <laughs> yeah i felt that way when i got home and i was like wait these are short stories son of a bitch <laughs> so you, you kind of go you know if you could see it for free i recommend that which i saw something you bought that i started watching for free I fell asleep though the Catwoman Hunted. Yes. Because I have HBO Max. Started watching it. And I thought the animation was cute. You know, the whole manga style. Manga. Manga. Manga, manga whatever. Um, <clears throat> and I thought it was cute, but I wound up falling asleep. The generic form is anime. Anime, right. <laughs> I was... The anime style, Ed. I thought it was cute. And, you know, I got... I think halfway through it, and then I zonked out because it was like I'm like, nah. oh yeah, yeah. You you have to be wide awake to watch, right? Because I'm like, I'm not sleepy. I'm not sleepy. Wait, oh, it's over. Oh, shit, <laughs> I didn't. Remember, I don't remember falling asleep because it's the end of the credits. I'm going. I, I don't think I want to rewind this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like because it was like at the you know when you wake up from something, you're like, okay, I got two options here. I could rewind and then try to start over again, right? Where I left off. But I feel like I'm just going to find myself back into this, this constant, like, not an off loop. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to stop and just call it a loss. I didn't pay nothing I, for it. <laughs> I, I have two movies like that, that every time I've, I've gone back, uh-huh. I've fallen asleep. I've yet to see the spirit all the way through. And I, heard that, <laughs> I heard it was a terrible movie. It's horrible. But, but I want to see it. I just, I, you know, I know it's going to be It's over the top horrible. I mean, and I guess it's it goes so far beyond horrible, it becomes back to immaculate. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does this, this loop of like, oh my God, this is really bad. Wow, it's really over the top. 
oh my god, it's so over the top that I'm enjoying it for this over the topness. What's the other one? It's an animated movie. I can't remember. It's called Dante's something. Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Yes. Yeah, based on the video game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> played the video, video game. It was okay. I think. <laughs> kind of like a knockoff uh, Doom, I think, or a knockoff uh, Diablo. But anyway, right? Yeah, I think. I think I have the DVD of that. Maybe I do. I remember. Maybe I. I think I fell asleep watching it too. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going through the library of stuff I have. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I bought Dante's Inferno because I thought the game was okay, and I liked the idea of like, Dante going into hell. Blah blah blah. Like, yeah, okay. And then I just remember like. I think that's where I left off. Like I remember, <laughs> I, I, I remember watching it with Sip on. I fell asleep. Usually Sip on right, asleep right, right. the movies, but I fell asleep this time. I woke up and he was like, hey, "It was really good." Like I'm surprised you fell asleep through this, right? <laughs> so I figured, all right. So I, I, did, I did it. I'm like, I'm like by myself one night. I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to see this. Right. I'm gonna watch it. And I fell asleep again, and I'm like, were you watching like the, like late at night or was no? It? See, that's the thing is like now your body's conditioned when this is. It's like my Star Wars and the, Hol- the Hanukkah holiday special, and I'll be out in 15 minutes. Wake me up, but it's over. <laughs> Your body now knows when Dante's Inferno is on, you're going to fall asleep. I'm like, yeah, 15 minutes, I'll be out. Hey, just, you know. <laughs> the best is to watch it with it when he's sleeping because it's every once in a while there's like a toy. He's like, oh, I had that. <laughs> it's like, He's back to sleep, and you're going. Wait, did he just? <laughs> was he awake the whole time? Was he sleeping? I get into like again with like the twilight mode, where it's like I'm asleep and I'm really relaxed, but I can still hear the things that are going on around me. It's like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> like, get off my lawn. Uh, be Arthur singing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the first time you see Boba Fett. Alright, what else you do? That was it. That was, I, was, I wanted to try and watch today before the show started, but I... Like I said, it took me a while to get dinner, so I couldn't get right. to it. it. Was the Chippendales Rescue Rangers? That oh, dropped. I watched it last night. Did, did, did. I did, totally did. I'm, 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 I'm indifferent about seeing this, you know, <laughs> because of one thing, and that's What's the, thing? the voices. I'm, I'm so used because uh, I, I did watch Chip and Jell. So did I. And was, you know, when I was younger to watch this show, and I enjoyed that show highly. So did I. <laughs> but to hear human voices as Chip and Down, you're kind of going. <sighs> Is this going to be good? Well, well, because spoiler, they're actors, Ed. Yes, I know. They're actors, and they were acting like the chipmunks. You know, they were they were the, the voices that they put onto the show was their acting voice. Okay. All right. Because when they were because they they start them off and they met as children and they talk like normal things, but then you see at a moment when they're in the show they talk in the high pitched voices. Okay. So it's like it's it's an acting choice, Ed. Right, okay. All right. That's how they get around it. Okay. All right. All right. So. <sighs> All right, so let's see. My day, Ed. Um, like I said, people suck. My job was uh, horrible. Um, excuse me. <laughs> oh, loop, put that on loop, Ed. <laughs> it was one of those kind of shows. It was, what do you call it? I felt like the guy from Moe's. Sorry, I leaned forward and all of a sudden all the soda was like, hey, by the way. Uh, and then on the ride home, Stacy, I uh, had Stacy and she wanted Taco Bell. 
And she was like, well, you can go to Arby's. At, like, it's like right down the street. And I was like, not really feeling Arby's. And it's my Sunday. We talked last Sunday. I was actually looking forward to having my two bagels and cream cheese, my donuts, and my drink, right? Right. I'm like, I'm not really feeling it. I'm also kind of frustrated from my day because I didn't have really good work day. Like, uh, without getting into too much too too much detail, I have to do certain numbering and certain counts, and then you know, I have to go like, oh my god, I somehow lost all this stuff, lost slash stolen. So right. I now have to kind of reevaluate my staff to a point where I might be like, mm, we might have to. I'm gonna have to. Uh, put my boot in some ass. <laughs> like, I might have to be the asshole boss I don't like to be. Right. Uh, so then I'm like, so I'm already kind of grumpy from the day. Get in the car, we go to Taco Bell, and the fucking people there are just idiots. On st- it's one on the street road, local. Local. <laughs> in the case one of them's listening. The guy's talking like this, so what do you want to do? I'm like, what? Like, dude, you realize you're on microphone. Like, I, like, Talk with your big boy voice right. so you can hear me. Yeah, I want a number nine, medium, Coke, two beefy bean burritos. And I didn't have the burritos with Stacey. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't Taco Bell and I don't really, sometimes we're not, we're not the best of friends. <laughs> so I try to avoid Taco Bell on, 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 on all purpose. The only thing I do say is I love their breakfasts and their breakfast is only once in a while they might give me a little tummy ache but I'm not like oh Taco Bell who right back you know <laughs> I never have the shits after I eat their breakfast so right. but if I eat their normal food it's like I eat it's either too, too scratchy in the back of my throat or it's like hey oh welcome to the fun ride because the moment you're done two hours later we're coming out <laughs> <laughs> whether you want to or right. not don't have to go home but we're not staying here buddy <laughs> strap in you know make sure you're in close proximity to a twilight <laughs> bring your phone <laughs> so so but the line was so long like they just took their fucking time and not only that but in this in this drive-through, like Stacy started feeling bad because I'm already in kind of a crappy mood. We're not running late by any chance, you know, at that time because mm-hmm. it was like I left early enough because I told you because you stopped at work, my yeah. my job, and I was like, yeah, I should be there around seven thirty eight o'clock. Like, as per, you know, as far as nothing goes wrong, closing up the store was fine. I was thinking I was out there at like six thirty. By the time I got done through Taco Bell, it was like seven o'clock, and I wow. it was like. Because we just sat there, and I couldn't even leave because they have like after they have you're stuck there, right? Because it's if they 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 usually concrete the one right. side and the buildings on the other, so you can't right. hop I can't, out of line, right? I can't be like fuck this place. You're you're stuck there, right? So I'm like oh, fine. And Stacey's like, well, you can go to Arby's. I'm like, I, I don't want Arby's. Like, I'm not hungry for Arby's, and I don't. I usually. I usually get myself the quarter pounder, you know, like yeah. I'm like oh, while I'm driving, like I don't want to do that. Just don't. I want to try to like relax and driving, you know, while I'm trying to shove a roast beef sandwich in my face doesn't seem relaxing. <laughs> so on the way home, I stopped by Dunkin' Donuts though. Dunkin' Donuts by your place, by the way. I'm just gonna say, I Stacy at one point was like, "You want me to drop you off?" I was like, "No, we're fine. It's it's like twenty after seven. I was like, drop her off, come around. I got, I got time, Ed. Right, got time. Your Dunkin' Donuts sucks ass. Just saying. I say it's yours because it's it's close by. It's 
It's but we're across the street from the CVS. Again, all local. We were like, yeah. no one cares. <laughs> oh yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible one. First of all, I you got, have the drive. I don't go there anymore. You have the drive-through in the front of the building. Yeah, and then you have to kind of loop around, and right where the window's at is nothing but potholes. Yeah. So it's like, and then again, anybody who couldn't speak was working all the microphones today. <laughs> Because I pull up, how can I help you? Yeah, can I get two bagels with cream? Pl- two plain bagels with cream cheese, two Boston cream donuts. Well, we only have one Boston cream donut. I'll take a jelly donut too then. Again, I want two donuts. Make one the Boston. Give me a jelly donut, right? What did you want? Two bagels with cream cheese. <laughs> right? He re- and a uh, dragon uh, strawberry dragon fruit refresher. Okay, pull. Don't go around. Like pull around. Stacy's like, holy crap! I'm like, yeah. Can't you guys talk to the Russian mafia that owns that goddamn fucking lot and get them to redo the fucking parking lot? <laughs> right. So the guy comes up, and now his. Gives me my donuts. Uh-huh. Donut, by the way. I open the bag. Only the only the Boston cream donuts in there. Now I'm at this point now. My anger is kind of skyrocketed. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to yell at this guy. I'm just going to politely remind him that I ordered two donuts. Right. Yeah. So he comes back. I'm like, Hey, look. Um, he gives me my my bagels. I say thank you. I hand them off to my. By the way, sir. Ten minutes ago, when I was talking to you, I said, "Can I get two bag, two two donuts?" You said you only got one. I was like, "Fine, I'll take that and a jelly donut." You didn't give me the jelly donut. He's like, "Okay, sorry, hold on." Good run comes back, and and then he gives me. Luckily, he made it up to me. Gave me two jelly donuts <laughs> on top of my one donut that I had. So I had three donuts, Ed. So I made out in the deal a little, little bit, right? <laughs> right? Until I reached in for my bagel, and the bagel just was limp and soft, and kind of like, felt kind of soggy. Like, I was just, it didn't feel like a regular bagel. Like, usually when you get a bagel, yeah. uh, for people on the East Coast, when you get a bagel and they toast the bagel, the the, the outer edge is a little rough and, and hard, and then, you know... You got it, a little crunch. Right, this one seemed a to little, be like... Little. This one didn't seem to be toasted, this one seemed to be microwaved. Yeah. Like, when you microwave bread, it gets a little soggy. It right. feels a little flimsy. That's what we have like, I'm like, what, is your toaster busted? Not once, but twice. Both my bagels were kind of flimsy. I was like, hey, what the fuck, right? <sighs> So go, I'm, I'm driving home, and I, you know, eating my soggy bagel, you know, drinking my refresher. And I'm like, all right, but I always have a toothache, too. So I'm trying to chew gently because every time I chew, and through the soft bagel, my teeth are going clack and shooting pain in my mouth. And I'm like, I can't win. I can't win. I just I'm, <sighs> drop off the wife, come up here on the way up. I stopped at CVS to drop myself, get myself a little oral anesthetic. <laughs> Mmm, <laughs> sounds sexy. <laughs> so at some point you might hear me go like this. Hey, babe, I can put the stuff in my mouth. <laughs> uh, that was my day, but my week, Ed. Yes, I did see the Rescue Rangers movie. Okay, it was cute. Um, there's some good jokes in it, some really good jokes in it. I'm like, all right, so you have to pay attention because there's a lot of shit that I don't know how Disney got away with it. <laughs> I know they own a lot of properties, so some of the stuff I can, I'm like, all right, I get it. But there's the plot of it; it's kind of interesting, and and there's like there's like cameos in it. Have you gone? 
do they own them? Because I don't think they should be in this movie. Like, you know, <laughs> like, it's a little weird, but I'm like, all right, go along with the ride. All right. It was enjoyable. I was chuckling. Stacy sort of watched because I don't, like I she was doing doing something while I was watching eating dinner last night, and I was right. like, I'm gonna watch it because I like the Rescue Rangers. I'm gonna watch this. This looks funny. I'm gonna say it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit sequel esque kind of thing. The way okay. it's like live action and animation and 3D animation. It's the way it all comes walking in and, and some of the jokes are just mm-hmm. uh, like I, I highly recommend it and I think you'll I think you'll have a good time with it. Alright. Let's see what else did I do? Um uh, okay so uh, we talked about Catwoman Hunted, we talked about Rescue Rangers. Right. Um I started watching the Robin Williams special. Remember last week I told you I bought the Yes. Robin Williams box set of Comic Genius. Right. So I watched the first special that he did in 1978, right, which was called Robin Williams Off the Wall. Right? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Or do you remember seeing it? No, I don't okay, remember seeing probably it. Probably not. Like, when when you watch it, it it's very, um, he is so fucking coked out in this. He Because Robin Williams had a problem, some problem with drugs, too. Mm. You can kind of tell that he was really out there. Because he would start a thought and then just careen off. But what I thought was interesting was that in 1978, who was in his audience? I saw half the cast of Taxi, the TV show. Really? Uh huh. Which included um, Rhea Perlman, because she wasn't in the show, but she was probably already married or dating Danny DeVito, who I saw. Henry Winkler, the Fonz, was in there, along with John Ritter. Wow. There and there was a bunch of other famous people that I recognized from like my childhood, but I wouldn't remember their names. There was a TV show I'm gonna I'm dating myself. There was a TV show called The In Laws. Okay. It was like these it was it was they lived like next to each next door to each other. It was like uh, along uh, it was along the lines of love American style. Remember that whole like <laughs> do you remember any of that? No. No. <sighs> I I you're stuck at your grandmother's house and you watch a TV. It was like love American style, you know. It was, <laughs> and there was like just some people in there that I would go. I kind of remember that person in my childhood. I don't remember their names, but I remember them being kind of famous in the seventies. I'm like, all right. It seemed to be like a bunch of people in the audience were just famous. So it was kind of interesting to watch. Interesting to watch him do his stand-up because it was his first stand-up special and some people would like shout out like, you know, Mork and he'd be kind of freak out like, no, 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 you can't talk about that kind of stuff because at the time, you know, he's on HBO so he's cursing and he's trying not to be the kid image that he has, I guess. Right. Um, And the reason why I think he was coked up at the time because as he's walking on stage, you could see him kind of rubbing his his nose, like making sure that his nose was clean. Uh, at the very end, he came out like you know he did like some like an encore. Oh my god! Uh, it was uh, Peter Falk and Alan Arkin. It was the two. Uh... No, that was a t- that was the movie. Oh, that, that was called. There was a TV show called I think Mother yeah. Mothers in Laws or the In Laws. I just remember that it was like uh, the woman I was that had like short black hair, and the other one had like a, like a kind of a shaggy brunette too but they're just like the mothers-in-law the mothers-in-law okay all right okay, it was eve arden uh k k k ballard ballard which is the the short-haired brunette let me see k, k uh katie ballard it's the second one over there and the... yes okay yes of course you know that that she, but she was looks a little doesn't look exactly like that because that's like her early photo but yeah as she got older they're like that's the woman um but 
it was interesting. Like at the very end, he brings John Ritter on stage, and they try to do some improv. The only problem is Rob, uh, John Ritter doesn't is not really mic'd up. Right. So some of the things he's trying to talk, you can't really hear him. You have to kind of like pay attention. It was interesting to watch in that moment because you're like, this is 1978, and <sighs> drugs were flowing. I don't think John Ritter was high, but I do think that he, I think Robin Williams was definitely high. Um, and because he was like, I know that sometimes I'll get knocked off track, but when Robin Williams got knocked off track, I mean, it was like he took a, he took a detour through the woods, over the valley, drowned your grandmother, punched your grandmother a couple times, then went back through the woods, and then get back to his point. But then it, the joke that he was maybe trying to tell, he for, completely forgot about. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could just see him just go through. The, I'm like, wow, all right. Um, what else did I do, Ed? I also uh, 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 thought this one was interesting. Um, our friend Dave... I watched him review the Mountain Dew that game. Yeah. Did you watch it? <laughs> yes, I did. I thought it was interesting. I thought his 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 reasonings for why we drink are was to to quench our thirst, to get fucked up, and for enjoyment. I was like, all right, I'll go with that. I'll I'll, I'll co-sign with that. I, I'm just I'm just amazed. That he did it in in fourteen minutes. That's <laughs> well, apparently I mean, that's been a it's been a problem. <laughs> we talk about like we swap stories, kind of thing, like about shows and like 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 beginning, middle, and end. Like I, I stuff I think we've talked about years ago when we first started doing the show. Right, you right, know, right. like like just like 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 hooks that you got to do. Like I love his like hello Facebook friends. Right. Like like I it's like, <laughs> oh, that is so brilliant. Like that is it's so dumb and brilliant at the same time. You lucky bastard. You came up with that. You know, and it's just like because he, like he, he yells it, and I always said like I at the, the last time I was like, you know what, I think you should say like goodbye Facebook. Because so I always do like a see you <laughs> the next video. Hey, you know what? Everything that you do is perfect. It's good. But I got a little something, something. You might want to try. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, because we there's a there's a video of a woman of a family actually that goes to Disney World and they do a live feed. Okay. And what they do is they give you a thick. They're calling them stars, and they give you so many stars. And, like, it's basically, like, Patreon supporters giving them money, but instead of calling them dollars, they call them stars. Oh. And, like, I think, like... Wait, Disney doesn't come after them. I guess. Right. You make make money off us? (laughs) But they'll they'll showcase, like, places in Disney, like, to show off, like, here's the new part of Epcot, the the, the, the Connections Cafe. Okay. They just opened, so they're showing that off, what it looks like. So it's like, oh my god, I love that here, I'm going to tip you for the info. Right, exactly. (laughs) It's like, like a lot of, and a lot of them do that, like, like, that's how they make their money, you know, because it's, some of these, some of these guys make huge bucks doing, doing YouTube stuff. Yes. We don't. No, it's called, (laughs) it's called, uh, they're called influencers, eh? Yeah. (laughs) We are not influencers. (laughs) (laughs) We're shitters. Excuse me. Woo. Anyway, um, so... So basically, that's how they make their money to eat these snacks because that's a, or try these things. Right. But every so often, they'll be like, "Oh, hello, Fred," or "Hello, Steve," right. or "Hello, Louise." Oh, hello, Ed. How are you? Right. Yeah. Thank you for the contribution. Exactly. You know. Oh, you gave me five hundred stars. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and it's right. just, it's it's very distracting. And Sipon does that a lot. <laughs> you know. And there's there's a couple things that I point because he asked me for tips. You know. Sure. And I'm like you know I'm like I'm like I'd be like. I'm like the hello thing. Just keep it minimal, you know. Like I mean, like I know you went less is more, right? So he, he did that. He says, "Well, I'll, I'll answer questions at the end of the video." Right. Oh, like great, you know that works. And then 
what was the other thing? He tends to repeat things three or four times in a row. Uh, you know, like like maybe 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 he's a little, maybe he's got a touch of the tism, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is not. He is not in that spectrum at all. He is not even not even in the same category with him. <laughs> all right, but uh, he and he and he, and he acknowledged that he's like, yeah, you're right, I, I do. Yeah, verbal ticks. <laughs> because like sometimes I'll, I'll be like saying goodbye to him. It takes another twenty minutes for me to right. push him out the door. So you got to go. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. No, no, but really seriously though, I can't believe that. This- yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so, so, uh, so he, he took that to heart, and it was it, uh, to me it was really impressive. I thought it was, you know, I thought the video was fun. Like I watched, I watched the entire thing. Uh, then he sent it to me. I don't know if he sent it to you. Yeah, he must have because he. I guess he saw that I was watching. I don't know. I guess he assumed. He could, but did you watch it live? No. Oh, I watched it live because he sent me like I was up and I got like a little message from him that he was about to go live. I was like, oh, I, I get the message. I was like, oh, well, I'm not. Stacy was watching it too because I was downstairs with the dog sitting on the sofa while I was watching it. Stacy was in the bed watching it. You know, it's like eh, I thought it was interesting. Like. I, I thought it was a uh, and I, I thought he'd enjoy it, but again, it's not a drink that you'd want right. to, you know, like, hey, what do I feel like having? Oh, let me have the flaming hot Mountain Dew <laughs> to go with my ice cream. <laughs> um, also, I was. Um, so he gave us a couple shout outs. So thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. I appreciate, yeah. it. I appreciate the entertainment you bring. Um, I watched. Um, there's a TV show, um, a show on Netflix. I think you might like. It's a game show. Okay. With Howie Mandel as the host. All right. Okay. So far, I'm in. Okay. Game show, Howie Mandel. Called Bullshit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I haven't seen it. Here yeah. is the premise of the game, okay? Uh, I'm, in, I'm in front of three people, right? I get a trivia question. And I got yeah. obviously one of four. It's kind of like who's, who wants to be a millionaire, right? Yeah. I can go from a thousand to a million bucks, right? Right. But the thing is, I have to bullshit my way through these answers. If I don't know the answer, I got to bullshit, and then you, the uh, the person who's in, I'm the three people, have to guess whether I'm telling the truth or I'm bullshit. Right. If all three people agree that I'm bullshitting and I am bullshitting, I'm done. I go take whatever money I had left because you get two keys to lock down. Uh, let's say you lock in a thousand. You have you have to wait three more jumps before you can lock down again. Right. But it goes from like one thousand to ten thousand to twenty five thousand to fifty to seventy five. Right. Like it, you know, doubles or you know, or in increments. It, 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 it grows exponentially as the questions right, go on. Right. Right. Yeah. Now the questions aren't hard. It is trivia based. Like you know, like Susan B. Anthony once said this or. In Better Call Saul, what was his other job? You know, so like if you see Better Call Saul, you kind of know it, right? right? But if you don't know, you kind of got to bullshit your way through it and, and hope to God that the people that you're telling to the story believe you. At least one has to believe you. Two can say you're bullshitting, but if one person believes you, you move on to the next round, right? You know, or to the next question. And if you know the answer flat out and you get it right, they just kind of go, "Hey, he was right." Move on to the next question, right? So it's quite possible, like today, Stacy and I, we watch it when we have, when we go to work, we stop by and grab a little breakfast, sit in the car, we watch the show, because it's like a half hour show, we get a couple little questions in there. We watched a guy walk away with $50,000 and bullshitted his entire way through it. He didn't get a single fucking answer right. 
But because of the people that he was playing against, sometimes they believed him, sometimes they didn't. Right. But either way, he got through the entire up to $50,000. He's like, I, I got to leave. Sooner or later, I'm going to get caught. Cause I, and Howie's like, Howie's be a, a very good host. They do make jokes. Like the guy who was up there remembered him. He called him Gizmo because that's what he remembers him and how he did the, how he did the Gizmo voice. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, they talked about a couple of times about, uh, made jokes about deal or no deal. So I'm like, all right, it, it, it's an interesting, fun show. And it's trivia based. So like you, even if you know it, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. You might learn something. Mm-hmm. Or if you go, oh, I know that answer. And then you kind of go, well, did I? It's thought that was right. Like, did you know there is a... Uh, surf uh, a wave called Jaws in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I did not know that because they were like, "What's movie title?" And one was Raging Bull, and I'm like, "Well, probably Raging Bull, Raging Waters." Why would you name a fucking title a, a wave after a shark? You know, <laughs> that seems kind of counterproductive, right? <laughs> and the girl was, and that's the one the answer the girl picked, and Raging Bull, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's probably right." And then you know, when they came around to like, she'll see that she's wrong, so she now has to come up with a story right. of why she picked that, and hopefully bullshit her way through that someone will believe it. Right. And I'm like, I would have believed her. Because I thought it was rageable. Like, you know, yeah. like, and you kind of have to kind of you play the room, but you also have to worry about, like, not give any tells. You don't want to go too long with your answer, but you also don't want to go too short because people are going to be reading your for cues. You don't want to be like, well, I noticed that he was looking around and it looked like he was really searching for the answer, but that could be a tactic. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and even you could sit there and go, yeah, Ed, I'm, I'm happily married. I'm a father of three. And you might not have any kids, but you know you can now successfully might have bullshitted them into thinking something. So that might later on you go, well, my son Stu, he loves Pokemon, so that's why I know this Pokemon is this. And I'm like, well, he did say he had kids, right? <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> right. It's, he feathers it, the belief and right. the, the bullshit. Yeah, it's a cute show. I I, I recommend it. Okay. It's, it's cute. It's, it's like it's a no brainer kind of like I got nothing to do. Like I said, Stacy and I wait maybe watch like. 15 minutes of it in the morning because we're sitting in a car eating sizzlies, Wawa reference, uh, breakfast sandwiches before we go into work. Right. You know, so we, we used to do TikTok, but because I got a new car, we don't have a spot to put the phone to swipe. And so we just put prop the phone up and watch uh, an episode of the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so did I do anything else, Ed? Um, let me see. Oh, I did buy a game. I bought a game. Uh, oh, thanks to you, by the way, because uh, you know I, I got my, my birthday gift. Oh uh, yes, uh, I, I used it yesterday uh, to buy a game called Disco Elysium. Okay, it's an old. It's it's a PS4 game. It came with a free PS5 upgrade. That's I think one another one of the reasons I like the name Disco Elysium. It's, in my head, I'm like that sounds like familiar to me. I don't know why. And it's actually like a, it's a, a role playing game, but it's very old school. Like I don't know how I'll be honest. I don't know how long I'm gonna last with this because it's like, hey, you're in a room and you notice all these things around this room, and you can because based upon the stats, you're gonna roll an initiative here. And oh, look, you see that plant, and you talk to that plant. Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, because your perception's so high, you notice that the plant is dripping something. So you go over and you see this. What is it? Well, it might be water, just water, but it might be blood. (laughs) You don't really know. And you're like a police officer and you can be either, they kind of, the word one of the end is like, you can be the hero or an absolute waste of space. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an old, it's like a top down. It's, 
it's I only played a little bit last night because I got home, wanted to install it. Stacy being like, this is kind of a game that I would probably play like when I'm by myself or when I have a day off because mm. um, it is kind of reedy. And I'm not really sure if I have the tolerance for that, like at 11 o'clock at night being like, oh, so you walk into the room. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Like, what? <laughs> like, oh, look, this is highlighting. You have to move your controller around to like highlight stuff. And I'm like, this would be so much better if I had a mouse. <laughs> like, right. You know, like, this is probably a PC game that they ported to the thing. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> it was like 30 bucks. I'm like, I can spend the 30 bucks, you know. Well, with my discount, it was like 28 <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, all right, I'll try it. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes, maybe. <laughs> um, that's about it, uh, really. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think that was, that, was, that was my week. That was my week, Ed. So uh, I think anything else spectacular? No, nothing, nothing at all. There's some nice sales on Voodoo that I'm tempted about. You know, every week we talk about, you know, one of us slides down a pole of Voodoo. Yeah. Uh, this one is um, 4K movies, three for 15 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like... Those are good titles on there. There's some really good titles. Some I have, but the ones I, the ones I want to get, and I've, I've, I've added them to the cart, I have not yet pulled the trigger. Um, this is going to sound weird. The Great Gatsby... Uh-huh. I saw that in the theaters, um, and I I thought it was great visually too. I thought that was nice. Shawshank Redemption because why I don't have Shawshank Redemption in any form. I'm like, oh, that's you know, it's, normally it's ten bucks. It's three, you know. And then the last one, it's a movie I've always wanted to watch, but I don't want to pay full price for it. The Meg with uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Jason Statham, giant shark movie. Yeah. I always wanted to see it, and I'm always like. How much is it? It's ten bucks. I'm not paying fucking ten bucks for that movie. Like, let me see. Can I find a bootleg somewhere? Like, no. Yeah, I can, but I don't really want to fucking watch a bootleg. I don't feel like going through the aggravation. You're trying to tell me no one's streaming this movie for free at all, at all. <laughs> the mag. <laughs> I think regular price is like ten dollars. It's <laughs> the mag. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking it up. I'm looking it up now on my my Roku. Yeah. Um. Wow. Nobody has it for free. <laughs> it's just the bag. The Meg. <laughs> Why don't you just type it out, Ed? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I'm gonna do it the old fashioned uh, way. Type it. Or just do Jason Statham. Just say Meg. It's <laughs> like looking around. M E G. M, E, come on, you're almost there. Come on, and then G, the Meg, right there, 2018. Look at that, right there. Wow, it's four years old already. Yeah, yeah, and you can't find. Go ahead now. There you go, the Meg, right, right. Ooh, you can't buy it, and it's all by rent. Buy rent, rent, rent for four bucks. You can't find it for free anywhere. Wow. So I'm like, that's how bad it is. Well, I'm like. Well, if I buy like two really good movies and the Meg, it winds up being like five bucks a pop. I pay five dollars for a four K version of the Meg. If it's great, it's great. If it sucks, oh well. Like, <laughs> like hold on for a second. Let me wipe my butt here. Five bill. Here's a fiver. Hello, Mister Lincoln. <laughs> Give me the music of the Meg. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> a part of me is like. 
So I'm like circling it. I'm like, well, you know, that's a good. I like, you know, the Meg's like five bucks. What else you got there? I'm like, well, I already got Beetlejuice. I already got all these other ones. I'm like, there's not really outside of list. I've already either had them or I'm not really interested in it. Right. And I thought I liked the Great Gatsby. I never bought it on Blu-ray because I, I I saw it in the theaters in 3D, which was great. But it's visually so pretty and so stylish. But it's by Baz Luhrmann who did. Who did? Who did? <laughs> who did Moulin Rouge and uh, the Romeo and Juliet with Leo DiCaprio? And they're both very pretty movies. <laughs> For some reason, that cracked it. You know? Who did? Who did? He did. He did it. Who he done it? Uh oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. How fucking dumb? How dumb? How so dumb? Done dumb. Done, done, done. <laughs> so I'm like, I keep thinking. I'm like, well, I get paid Friday. Maybe will last until Friday. I think this is one of those. Yeah, this, this yeah. is this will go all week, and then right. like next week will start. Right, but like Tuesday. The, right, so the weekend's Tuesday. So I have to think about it from now. It's like tonight and tomorrow. I'm like, because I pre-ordered a movie to pick up on Tuesday. Did you? Uh huh. Should be on the list of DVD and Blu-ray releases. Ed. I hope so. I better be. I'm surprised I was able to pre-order it. So why don't you? Why don't you tell us what's coming out? All right, here Tuesday. we go again. That's right. Before I call you a liar, <laughs> Are you looking for your glasses? Yeah, I, forgot. I, I can't see nothing. <laughs> He's like, I can't see shit. <laughs> it's like, where's my glasses? Okay, listen, Velma, where did you put them? They're not on your it's head. Like <laughs> jinkies. <laughs> it's not one. my glasses. I can't see anything without my glasses. <laughs> my, my glasses I can't be seen without my glasses backup glasses wow oh my God. Oh, these man. are more powerful than the last pair I have whoa I can see I can see inside your soul <laughs> oh, oh. wow that must be really it's a good distance because I got a small one <laughs> it's like whew. Whew, maybe I should put these things yeah, backwards yeah. so I can see <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I can see to the future. <laughs> I can see. It doesn't look good for you. It's so powerful. I can see three minutes into the future. <laughs> All right, here we go. I guess the, hopefully this is the, the first one. Is the Batman is coming? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I also pre-ordered it. Oh, but I pre-ordered it through Amazon. Oh, <laughs> the reason why is because fuck Best Buy. That's why. <laughs> I haven't gone to Best Buy in a long time because they close. They're now close at seven. The bastards close at seven, not eight. Seven. Mm, wow. Every day. Every day. Wow. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that because my day my day starts at seven. Right. <laughs> what like, time do they open up? Uh, I think ten. I might be able to squeeze in a pickup on Tuesday. All right. <laughs> I'm to squeeze that in. <laughs> but uh, so, so and then and then like I usually would have tried to order f- from places that are near me uh-huh. and they never have it like right. at Tuesday. So I'm thinking right. and then when I saw it on uh, Amazon, it's like it will be delivered today. It's released. So I'm like, I'll get it Tuesday. So I'm like, right. all right, I'll do it. I um, pre-ordered. I was <laughs> Ed, funny enough. I was sitting on the toilet right last night and I'm like. <laughs> Well, what's coming out? I, I saw something on Facebook that the Batman was coming out on Tuesday. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if Best Buy has a, like a steel book, and they do 4K steel book. Now I have a PS5, so I can I can justify getting a 4K disc. And I'm like, and a 4K TV. So I'm like, well, I get the digital code. It's 4K, and I'm like, all right. But it's also a steel book, 
Yeah. And I like the steel book, but most of the time when they do that, the steel book gets sucked away right away. Right. For some reason, it was available for pre-order, and I was like, "Because the movie sucks." I mean, <laughs> well, it does it. Yes, it does. I, I liked it. Kiss my ass. I liked it. I thought it was good. So <laughs> I squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> a couple hours. This is gonna be awesome. This Batman feel here. <laughs> lights up. People are gonna go, "Wow." <laughs> I mentioned that today. Oh, oh sidebar. Hold on. Sure thing, Rob Williams. <laughs> I'll make this quick. Two of my old regulars from my old place of work came in today, and we were chit-chatting, and they mentioned they were going to go see Doctor Strange. I told him I liked that. I hope they enjoy it. But he's also a big Sam Raimi fan, so I was like, it's right up your alley because he's wearing an Evil Dead shirt. He bought the Evil Dead game. I'm like, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. And I mentioned about the uh, the Batman and they said they saw it. And I was like, "Yeah, I thought I, th- I liked it too." You know, we, we all liked it. I was like, "My f- my friend and co-host Ed, he he had w- at least one issue with the movie." And they're like, "What's that?" Well, you know the scene where they're doing the bust and they st- he starts the car up because he talked about like how he liked the car. I'm like, "Yeah, the car is awesome," but how do you get the car there? And the the guy, his wife, is like. You know, that's actually a really good question. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I joke. I say he pushed it there to make it nice and quiet. But I mean, at the altar, that next thing's so loud, <laughs> like you can't just sneak up on somebody. <laughs> you know, like you're sitting there trying to set up the sting operation. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell's that? Like, <laughs> just almost like quiet, like. Sound like a car. Go check the perimeter. Like, <laughs> he would have caught. No, you had to push. <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> October 17th. I just <laughs> had to push the car today. Good thing I was. Good thing I didn't skip leg day. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like. I liked I, I liked the steel book. Look nice. It's black. It's got the his, yeah, it's got the question mark on it. Open it up. It says to the Batman written in Riddler thing. And I'm like, all right, I like it. I liked it, so I'm gonna pre-order it. And I'm like, all right, well, it comes out Tuesday. Well, I'm off Tuesday, but Stacy's not. I'm like, we're both off Wednesday. I'm like, I can always pick it up Wednesday, I guess. You know, like give it a day to kind of marinate. Yeah. You know, unless uh, but usually like they open up at ten. I could be that guy at ten o'clock. Like, I'm moving. I'm moving. I wait for the. I gotta wait for the confirmation email to say they got it. Yeah. I hope it's not one of those things where it's like because I did it like in the middle of the night. They're like, yeah, we got plenty of them, and then all of a sudden wake up. No, sorry, we oh, can't. Sorry, we don't have the right. Order. We can't cancel the order. Cancel the order. I did mine like at 11:30 yesterday, like Saturday night. <laughs> Bitches, there's plenty of time. Yeah. Put, what a, put what a side. You took my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How quick they did, and then when they cancel, right. how how long it takes to get it back? Right, right. That's my So I'm like, I might go pick it up Tuesday. Stacy's got to be working at eleven, so I'm like, maybe I can I squeeze in there at ten o'clock and get home. Go, okay, baby, love you. <laughs> have her go for work and then watch. I'm bad, bad. I'm bad, bad. But you can do that now. I did. I have been. I've been. I've been, I've been taking like little bites out of it because I'm not. Uh, haven't been able to sit down to actually really watch it, and it's a long movie. It's a long movie, and I don't, you know by the time I actually settle down to watch something, I might be like, "Oh, that's not bad, man." <laughs> oh, the car it must be the car seat. You know, 
All right, let's move on. All right, what else is coming out? Uh, Studio 666 is coming out this week. Oh, okay. It's a Foo Fighters movie. Right, yes. Okay. So uh, that's coming out. Uh, a lot of 4K releases coming out this week. All right. Are you ready for these? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Candyman is getting the 4K release. Okay, you know what? They just rebooted the movie, so why not do the original 4K? Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Life Force is getting the 4K release. <laughs> Really? <laughs> like, look, I'm a fan of the movie, too, because as a, as a kid watching that movie, not a kid, but it was like in the 80s, I think. Uh, uh, beautiful, busty woman, half naked the entire movie. It's right up that, right up a teenage boy's you know thing. Right. Even as an adult, I'm like, <laughs> let's watch it. <laughs> That's a sucky premise for vampires, but all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, Malignant is also coming out on 4K. Okay, well, that's a newer movie. Uh, Miami Connection. It's coming I out. don't know what that is. That's a 1986 buddy cop. Film. Who's who's the buddies? Who are the buddies? Who are the buddies? If, if you don't know, it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> 1987. Sorry, 1987. Come out. Let me just pull this up here. And who are the celebrities in this movie? Who are the, who are the stars? The stars are. <laughs> Oh, that's right. This Vincent Hirsch. Oof. Who? Jace Joseph Diamond. Who? Exactly. Unbelievable. Another one of those half-assed movies that doesn't deserve a 4K treatment. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to do a 4K treatment. Okay, well, to do the treatment, it costs this much money. But the more movies you put in, the cheaper it becomes. Yeah. What do we got in the back? We've got this Miami connection. Put it in there. <laughs> It'll drop the price down from doing a, you know from 20 bucks down to 15 <laughs> uh, then we have Passengers getting a 4K release. No. Nope. Never <laughs> no, heard of it. No clue either, huh? Nope. Let's Passengers. see here. This was a 20... Let's see here. 2016 film. Six years old. All right. A spacecraft short transporting thousands of people at a distance a colony planet was a malfunctioning one of the... Oh, 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 Passengers. This is uh, the, uh, the, the movie. That yeah, movie. yeah, showing that, that movie. The, the movie with uh, with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. That's that movie. movie yeah. All right, I have that movie. Yes. That's the movie that Cece swears that broke up Chris Pratt's marriage. <laughs> That's right. She calls Jennifer, uh, we call it uh, Jennifer uh, Hudson? No, no, no Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, a home-wrecking whore. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think it was her. Uh, then we have uh, Patriot Games is getting a 4K release. All right. The Sum of All Fears is getting oh, okay. a 4K release. So the Jack Ryan. Yes. And uh, the Wild, Wild Things uh, getting a uh, oh, 4K Oh, yeah. Release. That's right. That's Some right. more motion in the basket for you there, kids. That's right. Oh, <laughs> that Denise Richards, Nev Campbell, Matt, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, Theresa Maxson. That's right. There you that's go. The movie. As, <laughs> I'll be honest, that is the first time in a movie... I ever saw someone's a, a male famous penis. Okay. I, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but you see Kevin Bacon's junk. Kevin the, Bacon's junk? Kevin Bacon's junk in the oh, movie. Oh, now i got to watch this movie. It, I was like, at the end, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Like, <laughs> whew. All right. Thanks. I saw Bacon's bacon. <laughs> I got to see the eggs and bacon. <laughs> it's more like sausage and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I was Hi. like, I was like, I looked at, I saw it. And I'm like, I don't think that scene was necessary. It wasn't needed. You could have done it from the waist up. Why did you have to show them all naked? <laughs> Whatever. Like, okay. 
All right, and then uh, this is this is a 4K, but I think it's just a release for Tuesday. Uh, Ray Donovan, the movie, is coming out this week. Oh, okay, uh, so. right, probably because they finished off the series, do the final movie thing. Gotcha. All right. All right, and you like DC animated movies, right? I mean, it depends on the movie. I mean, I've, I've, they have some stinkers. See, see, see if this one grabs you. Ready? Teen Titans Go and DC Hoop Superhero Girls... Uh, Mayhem in the Multiverse Blu-ray. Coming out this week. <laughs> All right, so I'm half tempted because I'm assuming it's the it's the the we call it it's the Teen Titans Go yes, kids. That's to say, Teen Titans Go and, and then the DC uh, superhero girls. It's, okay, it's, I, think, I think right. It's like Wonder Woman, Batgirl, uh, Super uh, Supergirl, and I think Harley Quinn too. I think um, is one of them. Okay, I'm like. All right, okay. Um, you, you, you've got my interest, Ed, because I like a good te- uh, Teen Titans Go movie. You know, I even watched them watch Space Jam. <laughs> they did, you know, because the they did the reboot of Space Jam with uh, uh what's the name, James, uh, the guy who's not Michael Jordan. Who'll never be LeBron James. LeBron James, James. thanks. Um, so what they did, I guess, to combat that is the Teen Titans Go watch the Michael Jordan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they kind of have an episode, and they're going to like, we're going to watch Space Jam. And like, oh, my God, LeBron James. No, the Michael Jordan one, <laughs> the better one. So you kind of watch them. Basically, they, they Mystery Science Theater 3000 Space Jam. <laughs> With Teen Titans Go. With Teen Titans Go. That's great. I'm like, oh, you guys are fucking just, at this point now, you're just making shit up as you get along. You're just like, how far can we get, how, how long can we get away with this? Which might mean, I wonder if it's going to come out on HBO Max, so the like streaming sooner than later. It's not out now, because yeah. I was just watching it yesterday. All right. There's a nice documentary on HBO Max. Um, it's a two-part documentary. It's about four hours long on George Carlin. Oh, okay. So I'm going to probably watch that, probably watch that yeah. when I get home tonight. Yeah. All right, what else? Uh, this one is a direct-to-video. Uh, it's called Aging Game. It's coming out. It's a Mel Gibson direct-to-video. Most of his movies are direct-to-video. now. And let's face it, he's still getting a doghouse. Uh, <laughs> and here's one that I felt old. Oh, boy. When I found out. They're, they're re-releasing Trekkies as a 25th anniversary. <laughs> we watched that one. Yes. Uh, they came out with a Trekkies 2. Yes. Um, but it's basically a documentary about Trekkie fans. Trekkers. Trek, trek, Trekkers. Trekkers. I'm a Trekker. Star Trek brought to you by NBC. <laughs> CBS. CBS. In color. Star Trek brought to you by CBS. In color. In color. Space. The final frontier. <laughs> These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. To boldly go where no man has gone before. To seek out. Well, it's actually, I fucked up. It's <laughs> to, to seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. La, la, la. And then later it was where no one to make it more encompassing. Right. So, you know. 
big. All inclusive. All inclusive. Number one, let's include everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what else? Uh, that is it for uh, <clears throat> movies and television. We can move on to video games. Do you want to go through the list first, or do you want to ridicule? ridicule I now? want to ridicule Ed. Ed is a liar. <laughs> for shame. Shame on you. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Shame. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Get the tomatoes, folks. <laughs> Last week, Ed made a comment about a video game coming out on the 19th. That game was Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. I panicked. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, I pre-ordered that game. I don't remember that game coming out. And I see all the packages that are coming into my job. And not once did I see a a package highlighted for street dated stuff. I'm like, where's this? And then I went home, Ed, that night of the show, because I'm like, I swore it was coming out in June. June, I, I'm in my head, I remember June. I was like, whatever. I go home, turn on my PS5, go to the store. I could pre-order it right now. I'd be like, oh, it's coming out on the 19th. I was like, son of a bitch, it's coming out on the 19th. Well, shit, I guess, you know, I guess I got a game to play. You know, whatever. Figured I'd be like, hey, Ed, this week I'm playing Jim Swan song. Right. <laughs> Get to work the next day. Go. Swan song. 14th of June. Fucking God damn it. <laughs> I was like, Ed lied. And he's like, well, I got my information from GameStop. GameStop lied. <laughs> liars. Liars. It could have said digital. It did not say digital at all. No. Sons of bitches. No, it did not. It, did. it gave me a list of. It gave me a list of all the ones that was available for. Right. So, like it, it usually, it will tell you digital download right. or whatever you know type of thing. But it, it will tell you the systems that are so all available. Sons of bitches. So yeah. So hey, wait, just wait, folks. In June, I'll. Have, I'll I'm getting it in June. So I did kind of have a review on Disco Elysium. 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 Disco Elysium. <laughs> I am not apologizing. <laughs> we do not make apologies on this show. All right, let's move on to video games. All right, what else? Uh, Roller Champions, developed by Ubisoft Montreal and published by Ubisoft for the PS5, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that is coming out on Wednesday the 25th. Never heard of it. Okay. All right, what's Sniper Elite 5, developed and published by Rebellion Departments. For the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, and PC, and that's coming out on Thursday, the 28th. Well, shit, I did pre-order that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, Sean let's, does have a job. See, let's see if I lied this week. <laughs> well, I'll probably pick it up Friday. <laughs> I get paid. Uh, <laughs> all right, we have uh, KO the Kangaroo, developed and published by Tate Multimedia. For the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out on Friday, yep, the 27th. All right. And finally, Pac-Man Museum Plus. <laughs> Developed and published by Bandai Namco for the PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and PC, and that's coming out on Friday. Boring. And that- it's, okay, look, look, if it's your Pac-Man fan, I know you said that's it, right? Yeah. If you're a Pac-Man fan, it has like just about every single iteration of Pac-Man games that have on from the beginning of time. Really? Yes. It has Pac-Man. It had, they try, they even try pulling a, hey, Pac-Man, uh, was it, uh, 256, they called it. And it's like, I'm like, I'm like looking at the TV. I'm like, the reason why it's 256, it's 256 colors. Cause that's how you sons of bitches. It's like saying, uh, S- uh, Nintendo 64, cause it's 64 bit. Now you, you doubled it to 256. <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, 
It's like, oh, here's this Pac-Man, and then there's this Pac-Man. I'm like, what? None of it seems interesting. <laughs> there's like a ba- even a battle royale. I have the fever. The fe- Pac-Man. The, the Pac-Man. Pac-Man fever. fever. I was a I was insane for Pac-Man back in the day. Hold on. That was like one of my one of my games, yo. It was everyone's. Well, I mean, it was my uncle's game because it was it was the first time in my entire life that I knew somebody who had a stand-up arcade, a full-size arcade in their house. It was my uncle. Wow. He had Pac-Man. And I was like, I I never really asked him how he got it because I knew. See, here's the thing. My uncle used to work for NASA, and then he went to GE Aerospace, and a lot of stuff that he did was kind of I don't, I don't top secret is kind of the best way I could put it because he never really could talk about his work, right? Or that's how they say, not on the up and off. <laughs> and that's the term. Right. So <laughs> it's top secret. Because <laughs> he used to have, he, used to, like, he did a lot of like stuff where he was on flights with a briefcase handcuffed to himself. Like, he, they, right. like when he retired, he had to get debriefed. When he passed away, there were some people at the, at the funeral that were not like now like let's check sure make sure he's dead like it wasn't like <laughs> the a, a little cow prod <laughs> it wasn't like that it was more like a you know we knew him and I was like these guys are these guys came in black fans <laughs> like <laughs> like it's kind of kind of scary I was yeah. like well interesting but he had a Pac-Man machine in the house and I was like I wonder how he got that who oh, Nicaraguans we invaded him you know <laughs> like uh, it was a gift for my friends from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> They love Pac-Man. They love Pac-Man. And every time they come over, I tell bleep, lop, and grrr, grrr. You know, I play for free when they're here. (laughs) 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 Pac-Man fever. Let's see. Hold on. I've got to figure. Come on. Here you go, Ed. Here's a little something something for you. Make you feel young again. Oh yeah. Bring back the seventies. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh yeah. This is twelve years ago, Ed. This was posted on YouTube. Oh yeah. It was released in 1980, 1981, somewhere there. Wow. Oh yeah, as soon as they turn blue, Ed. Oh yeah. All right, ready? Pac-Man fever. Driving me crazy. Pac-Man fever. Going out of my mind. Pac-Man fever. Out of my mind. Yeah, we get point. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not subjecting the audience for three minutes and fifty two seconds of you going. You and I going. Pac-Man fever. <laughs> uh, I think I there is something I want to see. Uh, since we're talking, D.I.S. Uh, disco. Hold on. I think. Do you remember this song, Ed? Let's, see if, uh, <laughs> Let's go down memory lane here. <laughs> sure, I remember that song. <laughs> this is right there. Uh, ladies skate. Ladies <laughs> skate. 
Alright, all you Star Wars fans, get out there and let's see who can skate backwards. <laughs> Nothing but Star Wars! If they could buy Wars! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Well, every time we hear Pac-Man Fever, I immediately want to play that song. <laughs> Pac-Man Fever to Disco Star Wars. Yeah, because it's just it's it's like the to me it's how um, pop culture works. Like it was such a big hit that anyone would capitalize on something. It's like, hey, we have a disco song for Star Wars. I don't know they clearly didn't have the rights by anybody to do this. Right. You know, someone was like, hey, we're going to do it. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) At least Pac-Man Fever, I think, was at least somewhat, like, monetized as far as, like, oh, we wanted to do that. We had a song. I just... (laughs) Star Wars and other Galactic Funk Special Limited Edition LP. It's 59... Hold on. (laughs) Number one, main title theme. Hold on, we gotta go here. Well, Princess Leia's theme. They did an entire album. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Did it, did it? No. Oh. The Last Battle. Darth Vader's theme. <laughs> I'm gonna get this as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh huh. Alright. What else we got? The Battle in the Snow. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Funky. Oh, yeah. I think that's what. I think that's pretty much what Disco died was that. <laughs> the Force theme. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's right. I can see. Got the mullet going. Got that, <laughs> that little tiny headband. Uh-huh. Jazzercising your way through. I got the leg warmers. <laughs> He's describing himself, by the way. <laughs> Doing that time. <laughs> I, got the, I got the skates going. The all-white skates with little stoppers. <laughs> the tight short shorts. Uh-huh. That's right. And I was a kid then, so I was probably doing it with no shirt on. Like, yeah, that's right. My little my little skinny ass just skating like, uh-huh. That's right. What's up, ladies? Uh, just, oh, that's right. Just skating on down. Oh, what else? Oh, that's commercial? Good, good. No, no commercials. No, no. Skip. What's next? This better be good. Lafty Nick? Uh, this is from Return to Jedi. <laughs> Oh, that's right. This, 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 this. Oh, yeah. Here you are jamming at Jamma's Palace. Like, oh, that's right. Uh-huh. So, what's a nice girl like you in a place like this? I'm a slave. Oh, wow. Do those do those tails go all the way down to your butt? <laughs> oh, you fell out, honey. Oh, yeah. Let me shake it. Shake. Oh, it's only if I tripped over your chain. Sorry. <laughs> oh, was, is the big guy your boss? Does he ever give you a nut off? What do you say we kind of go out and get some 
go out and Right. And we you ever you ever go down to Mos Eisley's? I hear that place is always kicking on the weekends. Does your boss ever give you any kind of time off? <laughs> go down there, get some blue milk. Party hardy. <laughs> Come on. Go out to the sand dunes and catch some rays. <laughs> Watch out for the Sarlacc pit. Waka waka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, excuse me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm from out of town. Can't you tell? <laughs> I've never met it with a green chick before. <laughs> Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> Captain Kirk, we gotta go. Oh, the Ewok celebration. Uh, that's right. Uh huh. I just destroyed the rebellion. Look at me. There's heads still in this helmet. So, you come here often? I heard we just took down the Empire. Have no idea how we're gonna rebuild, but yay us! Freedom, right? I mean, it worked in France, right? <laughs> Fought for our freedom like they did way back in the day. I heard in this little planet called Earth. <laughs> it's going to be great, right? Right. Hold on. going to happen. <laughs> 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 it's in the galaxy far, far away, man. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are so cute and furry. I just want to take you all home. <laughs> I'm, I have a time machine. You don't you see the blue box? <laughs> I came in that thing. I am braver than I look. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I never. Are you furry all over? Because, <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe I just had way one too many to drink, but. You're looking kind of fine. <laughs> Never made it with a short person before. <laughs> Back where I'm from, you're the right height. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that was a good segue. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, then I need to take a breath. I need to take a drink. I, I, worked, <laughs> real hard. I worked real hard in that one. <laughs> Hold on for a second. <laughs> you are braver than you look. Right? <laughs> you are braver than you look. <laughs> I move my arms. I just had, you know, the car. She was like a bunch of Ewoks and like <laughs> booty shorts and roller skates. <laughs> Chewbacca just going oh, as he just got skating down backwards. <laughs> they're all going down. There's there they have what do you call it the the fire pit going, but it's actually now a limbo stick, and they're all just skating underneath it. <laughs> it's C three PS going. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> Put that in your pipe and smoke. <laughs> All right, I guess that's it. So it's time for the news, huh? That's correct. All right, Ed. I do have some news this week. Oh, do you? I do. Um. All right, Ed. Let's go with uh, 
<sighs> Where do I want to go? I erased everything. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, after the last show, I tried to get rid of everything. Um, I don't care about Ron Howard reflects on replacing Lord Miller and Solar with Star Wars. Don't care. Remove that one. Uh, okay, Ed. Here you go. There's a reboot coming, Ed. Who's there? There's a reboot coming to Hulu. Hulu's uh, getting a reboot. Hulu's getting a reboot of a movie that starred, uh, some would say, what, what, <laughs> it's the, it's the movie that people are saying ended Sean Connery's career. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Oh my goodness, a good one. <laughs> All right, there's another crack at adapting Alan Moore's comic book franchise after the first one capped off Sean Connery's career. Uh, it's been two decades since Stephen Norrickson's messy adaptation of Alan Moore's Ex- Legion of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which the apparent enough time to get a reboot off the ground. According to The Hollywood Reporter, 20th Century Studios, translation Disney, yeah. is taking another crack at the comic book franchise as a feature film for Hulu. All right. Penning the screenplay will be Justin Haith, who's known for his work on Revolutionary Road and Red Sparrow. Two movies I don't think did real well. That's not good. With Don Murphy re- re- revisiting his producer role from the original adaptation. Uh, Murphy will be joined by producing partner Susan Montreux, blah, blah, blah. Uh, THR reports that unlike the 2000 f- 2003 film, which went as far as adding Tom Sawyer as a U.S. Secret Service agent, Haith is returning to the core comic for more faithful adaptation. Uh, illustrations by Kevin O'Neill, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was inspired by Victorian literature like Dracula, Sherlock Holmes, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It'll allow characters like Captain Nemo, Dr. Jekyll, and the Invisible Man to face off against Fu Manchu, Professor Moriarty, and aliens from the H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Uh, the 2003 movie starred Sean Connery in his final role as an adventurer and hunter Alan Quartermain from the, 19, from the 1885 novel King Solomon's Minds. Uh, Connery famously clashed with Norrington during the film's production, which allegedly led him to retiring from acting in 2006. Uh, 20th Century has made several failed attempts to reboot over the years, including a woman-led film and a pilot for their series. Uh, so, got looking forward to that, Ed. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was I had such high expectations for that film, and uh, I didn't think it was that bad of a film. I didn't either. I, I was a I, person who's never I never read the comic. So I, I it would be kind of hard for me to be like, oh, that's not right. It's accurate, you know. Right. That's also what two thousand and three. Yeah. You know, I who who knew back then? I think you're. It was like the start of the comic book revolution, right? Because you only had Spider Man, maybe Blade, uh, the X Men. You're like, well, here's a property we have the twenty thousand, not twenty thousand, like uh, League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen. Well, it's the same. Like, look at Sean Connery. I, I think I think there were just a, a lot of people were afraid to attempt to make. Like, because uh, like the Superman, how that like how the rise and fall of Superman happened back in like the like right. late seventies to right. like mid eighties kind of thing, and then how like I think Marvel properties up until Blade really didn't right. do well, you know, in any way. So you're kind of nobody wanted to gamble on that kind of stuff, and they figured if they if it was a far enough out property that maybe they would make some money off right. of it. And then the Sean Connery is kind of like the helm of it. You're going, how could we lose? Right. You know? It was Sean Connery. Um, it was also, for me, one of the hooks for me was uh, uh, the girl from the Femme Nikita, the TV show, was in it. She played Mina Harker. So it, was, it wasn't it was Dracula, but she was Dracula's wife. Right. You know? um, I, I didn't... 
as again, as a person who didn't really read the comic book or didn't even know, I knew the comic book existed, but Alan Moore's work was very out there. Like the only thing I think I read to that point was The Watchmen. I never mm-hmm. read his Swamp Thing run, which I heard was really good. I never read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Plus, also Alan Moore has a very, very famous disposition for not wanting his work to turn into any kind of live action property. Right. You know, I don't understand why. Maybe because he feels like he's not getting enough, he's not getting enough action or they won't be faithful to his vision or or who knows. Or maybe he just doesn't want his shit. I think sometimes he just wants to be a dick. I really, I mean, yeah, some people. Sometimes, and then like, you know, like you, you some of the some of interviews I watched him and you're going... He's just being a dick about it, like you just you know, right, like, right, you, right. He you, gets a little, he, he's you know, he gets a little snobbish about it, right. And 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 then at times it's just like when it fails, that's when he really comes out, and it's right. like, well, you know what, you you did have a point because you didn't do this, you didn't do that, and it was like like especially like like uh, uh, with um, uh, the Watchmen. I mean, that was. It was a good movie, but it was like you know, like there was a squid in it, like in the book. Right, you know, at the very end, there was supposed to be a squid. Right, and 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 it's it's bizarre, and you're going, it's out there, and you kind of, you you, I don't know how you put it, you you know, you kind of want to be faithful, but I don't think right. you could really see if it was a giant. I squid. think I think back then, well, first it's it's recalled. Um, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder wants to keep everything in reality, right? And he felt like a the threat of nuclear war was more realistic than all of a sudden a giant squid pops up in the middle of New York. Yeah, like all right, you know what? Maybe so, but if you're you're already dealing with a blue fucking god, right? At that point, like it's already fantastical enough as it is. They would at this point you've already have them sitting there for two and a half hours. You could throw a giant squid in the middle of New York City, and people are like, oh, "Okay, that's weird, but all right." Like, <laughs> it's been weird so far. That's nothing. Nothing, right. nothing out of it's like it's, it's nothing be like- out of the ordinary. You just watch this blue guy make multiple copies of himself so he can have sex with his girlfriend. Right. Like, that's a little weird. Fucking, you know what? What are you gonna do? Throw the squid at him. <laughs> like, they'll be fine. Right. Like, oh, they'll be fine. They may walk out going. Well, fucking squid was a little weird because even at the end, my dad and I saw it together, and he liked it. I was like, "Yeah, it was great." They, they changed the ending a little bit, and he's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, instead of a nuclear bomb, it's supposed to be a giant squid." He's like, "Really?" Like, he, I don't think he would have gotten it. Yeah, but I'm like, "Yeah, but if you're a comic book fan, you would have liked to have seen the fucking giant squid." Right. But then again, you know what? They made up for it. Fucking James Gunn brings a starro, and everything's back fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> it took us a couple of years, but we got All right, it. We got there. But uh, but but let me go back to the league. Um, I mean, the the movie itself was kind of bizarre just because of the the guy who brings them all together as the league is right. the, is the villain. You know, like, right. the same thing. And you're going, well, why'd you bring the league together? Like, right. You know, it's like I want to prove I can beat you all. It's like that's just dumb. That's just stupid. <laughs> like so it's like, hey, you know, all you people, I got you all together in the same room to fight me. Yeah. <laughs> why? Because I wanted to see if you could. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just bizarre, and you're going, and and that's that's what I think about that movie. They probably would have done it would have done better if it was a different, right, different story, like a slightly different story, like another villain that would have done better. You okay? Yeah, I'm listening to my my. We had the hum in the background, and you did something that took the hum away. But now I feel like I I feel like my microphone is not on. I know it's on, and I can hear myself through the headset. But I'm like, all right, whatever. See, that seems a little better. I don't know. Number one? <laughs> number one. Number two. Number two. Number one. One. Boop. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. There you go. Um, so, I mean, 
I'm in. Uh, sure, why not? I, I, I'll watch it. You know? <laughs> like I, I saw the movie. I have the movie somewhere. You know, I have the movie somewhere too. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm gonna save this one for later. Uh, DC has canceled a movie after just three months of development. Ed, what's that? Well, let's see. Uh, 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 well, let's see. We have. We do have. Um, Dwayne Johnson's delayed Black Adam, uh, Zachary Sn- Zachary Levi Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Films are also set to hit the streaming world as well, with Leslie Grace's Batgirl being the biggest draw at the moment. Amid all the progress, though, one film was set to streaming has now been canceled. It is none other than dun, 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 the Wonder Twins. No. Uh huh. No. No, I wanted to see that piece of shit. Movie. <laughs> Come on. Oh no, I really wanted to see that. Earlier this month, rumors suggested that HBO Max's The Wonder Twins have been canceled. The Warner Brothers Discovery has not confirmed the news. But now, the Wall Street Journal has backed up those reports and provided a reason for the move. The trade reports that the company's CEO, David Zaslav, believed the movie's $75 million budget to be too high (laughs) and thus wouldn't generate sufficient returns. Uh, Black Adam scribe Adam Sitzkill was set to write and direct the movie, which was to star uh, K.J. Appa and Isabel May in the lead roles. Um, Appa is uh, the kid who plays uh, Reggie in... Not Reggie. Um, oh, fuck. Riverdale. Uh, Archie. Archie, okay. Uh, goes without saying, the production's lifespan was a bit, a bit of a whirlwind. The project was first reported to be in the works back in February, and by April, it had cast two stars. As of the writing, as of this writing, it's been no further comment on the surprising development from cast or crew. Uh, for those unfamiliar, the Wonder Twins, what you should know is that a pair of characters were created by Norman Maurer, William Hanef, and Joe Barbera for 1977's All Star All New Super Friends Hour. Uh, Zahn, the male sibling, and Jan, uh, Jana, Jan, what's how do you pronounce her? Zen and uh, oh shit, Jan, Jan and Zen. It was what they, right. they, they pronounced uh, on the they, show. They hail from a planet of Exor and fight crimes as vigilantes, uh, supporting purple and gold outfits. The two are shapeshifters. I mean, let's face it. Hold on, they only shapeshift to a couple things. Well, his 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 ability was was like a water or ice ability, like right? It was either water or ice, and she was either animal. a gorilla or, or or a hawk or an eagle. Well, well, shape of an eagle, form of some water, and he would jump into a bucket, and she'd carry the bucket around with her. Right, <laughs> form of a ice wall and shape of a gorilla, and they would throw each other. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, the, they would they would access their powers once they bump fist and declare Wonder Twin powers activate activate from <laughs> activate activate oh shame whoa I'm hunting that wisely wabbit activate that was ever funnier <laughs> Wonder Twin powers activate <laughs> uh, from then Zan can change in any form of, any form of water. While Zanya had the ability to become any animal of her choosing, the two good-natured heroes also accompanied by their blue pet monkey Gleek. The two do the do-gooders would eventually be integrated into the mainstream DC comic universe and become fan favorites. 
since their animated introductions, they've also appeared in other TV shows and films like Smallville and the Lego Batman movie. A Gleek also made a brief appearance at the tail end of Arrow vs. Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with the loss of Wonder Twins, Warner Brothers Discovery and DC lose another production for its slate of HBO Max exclusive features. Uh, DC's Blue Beetle was originally set to hit the stre- hit the streamer until Warner's opted for a theatrical release. I guess that's good. Uh-huh. Another project that was once reported to consider streaming is the Static Shock movie, which currently is being written. The the Blue Beetle is one of the right. shorts, and the thing. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, <laughs> as, as the as the House of Mystery from Crosby, gotcha. and it was based. It was kind of like a '60s spinoff of the Batman. TV show. Oh, okay. It was interesting. It was fun, and okay. you know, and the question was in it. And All right, it was interesting. But anyway, um, uh, let's go see. On. With the shifts, that's right. With recent cancellation, cancellation. One has to wonder if Batgirl, wrapping filming up in April, this past April, uh, will soon be prioritized for the big screen. Uh, DC Film Slate has been fluid, quote unquote, over the past several years, to say the least, as a number of ideas have been greenlit and then discarded. We'll see how things continue to develop as this go on. Um, this person will also be curious to see if the Wonder Twins make their way to the live action space through another movie or a television series sometimes in the future. Uh, I'm upset. I'm really are, <laughs> are you? I'm upset over this. I mean I mean like I wanted I it's it's one of those things well I hated the other ones, the Wendy and Marvin ones with Wonder Dog. I hated those Super Friends cartoons from the seventies that they had. With Wonder Dog. Yeah, the Wonder Wonder uh, Wendy and Marvin, the one Marvin oh, had the right, white right, shirt right. with the M, with right. the M and the right. He had like the little the little cape over his shoulder, and he had like it was basically a Scooby Doo ripoff. Yeah, the dog looked like Scooby Doo. The other two looked like Shaggy. Like if Shaggy and Fred had a kid, right? Because he was kind of kind of straight laced, but he still had the kind of Shaggy look, and then like a Velma esque type character, right? Yeah, I remember them now. Right, and he he would stand like this. Yeah, and and he had the M on his chest. Sh- was it? Was it? Was it yeah. M? yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Marvin. green and white. Yeah. And there was Wonder Dog. It was the right. dog? Yeah. Yeah. And the dog flew or did this running away up this up in the space like out of like oh. kind of thing. Yeah, they had powers. They had someone of powers anyway. Well, Wendy didn't. She was just the girl that goes. That's not nice. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. You know, She's like, what they call the wet blanket, folks. <laughs> Exactly. She's the one who keeps the boys grounded. Right. <laughs> you know, and then like Batman goes, you know, Wendy has a point, you know, and then, you know, right. she shows her side of it or whatever. Right, right. right. Because Batman's, you know, trying to get some. <laughs> he likes them young. <laughs> Look at the boy wonder. Hunk, <laughs> <laughs> hunk. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 really disappointed that because I mean like with Wendy and Mar not Wendy Mar with the Wonder Twins it was just it was it was better you know so it was like I was like right. okay you know it was, they were kind of stupid but like you you at least go well at least they have like superpowers and actually do something right with the with the Wonder Twins powers activate it was right. always interesting to see because they really didn't do much except you no know, they didn't the yeah. show uh, comic relief kind of thing it's, it's like you needed for some reason someone thought that we have to have the young kids watching we need to find the teenagers to bring into it right. so if we make our heroes teenagers too then the seven, 16 17 year olds will watch it too right did they no. <laughs> probably not oh, I was 16 17 <laughs> not back then no. maybe the reruns oh, I caught the reruns you caught the reruns <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they should do? They should do a Wonder Twins movie with Plastic Man. I would love to see that. 
Yeah, but I would like to see the guy that had Plastic Man in the fucking Flash universe. Elongated Man? Yeah, the Elongated Man. Can't do that because he's, you know, his career got crushed because of some inappropriate stuff he tweeted like years ago. <laughs> bring mean, a new, bring a new guy in. But, the, the, but I mean, they, they had Plastic Man, and he, like I remember his show from the eighties, right? Like, I remember that. Yeah, and then uh, you know, imagine that, right? Right, I remember you know, that one. That goofy thing with Hula, the guy who was unlucky, who was kind of like a a, a Bud Abbott uh, or a Bud Costello. No, the one I remember, and no one, no one seems to remember this one. It was a bunch of heroes, Rope Man. Um, oh, what the fuck was it like Rope Man, Chicken Man? It was like it was all these. I can't remember. Mighty Man, Rope Man, Diaper Man. Right. Yes. What the fuck was their name of the show? <laughs> it was the Mighty Heroes. The Mighty Heroes. Yes. Because I used to love that one. It was, it was part of the. It was part of the Mighty Mouse Superhero Hour. The Mighty Heroes. Let's see. Here's some information about the Mighty. Okay. Heroes. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's a T-shirt. All right. Menaces that threaten the city. All right. Well, I don't care. Let's see. <laughs> Cyclone Man or something like that. Chicken Man, hold Mighty on. Man, Here you go. Diaper Man. Oh, hold on. Here you go. A call goes out for the Mighty Heroes. Strong Man. A Strong Man. man. Cuckoo Man. Cuckoo Man. Uh, cuckoo. Uh, cuckoo. Tornado Man. Tornado Man. I used to I used to love this show. I have no idea why. It was just funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. But it's always the same thing. Right. Rope man, tornado man, rope man would get together, tangle up everybody. Rope right. man would tire type everybody together. <laughs> Cuckoo man would be the only one like that wasn't like caught up and he'd have to save the day and it was like by luck that he <laughs> did something or he tripped and it set off <laughs> some kind of reaction. Uh cuckoo, uh cuckoo. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I'm looking there. All episodes, because it was like a couple of... Sh- they would do two episodes, I think, every half hour. Yeah. And it's like, I'm looking here. Here's Mighty Heroes, The Junker, 7 minutes and 24 seconds. The Shrinker, 7 minutes and 11 seconds. <laughs> they should bring these guys back. <laughs> I think there was, there was, there was a future, because they, they used them like, it was like, man, 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 accountants. And I was like, I didn't get it. And then all of a sudden, you see them, you're going, oh my God, it's the Mighty Heroes. And, and they were showing. I can't remember which show it was. And it was just hilarious. And then they brought him in as the Mighty Heroes. Uh, Discovery Books. Uh, Ralph Bashkin's the Mighty Mighty Heroes, the classification. Well, come on. I don't want to see that. The Declassification by Kevin Scott Collider. Uh, I wonder what that is about. Cartoon Research presents uh, the origin, history, and adventures of his groundbreaking superhero cartoon series. It launched his historic career as producer, director, and designer of award-winning animation films. Uh, Bashi, in his own words, walks readers through how the Mighty Heroes came to be, production of the series, and its lasting effect with fans. Did you say Ralph Bashi? Yes, I did. Bashi. B-A-K-S-H-I. Why? That's Bashi. You don't know who Ralph Bashi is? No, I don't. Ralph Bashi is the m- most inappropriate cartoon maker <laughs> ever. You know a lot of his shit. If I, I give do? you some of it, Fritz the Cat. Okay. All right. You know, All right. Wizards. Okay. He did the Lord of the Rings, the first okay, one. Okay, you know movies. what? Okay, I, you know what? The name. All right, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I guess so. If anybody. Uh, <laughs> 
Wow. All right. It's only $6.50 for the book, Ed. It's got 68 pages in it. <laughs> all right. He did like a American, American Pop. Uh, there was right, 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 right. Because I saw that on Voodoo. Uh, yeah. There was also there was a bunch of stuff he did. There was one, but there 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 was stuff though that was just like racially inappropriate and you well, know yeah yeah kind of you, you can't make it through. All right, Mighty Heroes was sixty six or sixty seven. So clearly, was we were watching reruns. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> now I need to get cold on. <laughs> Come on. I hate it. Oh, my God. You guys suck. <laughs> All right. Mighty Heroes. I'm going to look through IMDb because now I need to find... Now now, you, now I'm in a well, Ed. The Mighty Heroes. M-I-G-H-T-Y. Oh, my God. They have, like, episodes of the Mighty Heroes on YouTube, so you could definitely check them out there if you... If you oh, yeah. <laughs> look at that. So, now I'm going to fall down a well. Oh, yeah. watch the Mighty Heroes episodes. <laughs> All right. Series of Ralph... Uh, 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 let's see. Directed by Ralph Bashke. Okay. He, yeah. Wizards, Lord of the Rings, uh, Fire and Ice, Fritz the Cat, Spice, Spicy City. Right. What a cartoon. Filmography. Self-director. 72 things. Last Days of Coney Island. Uh, trickle Dickle Down. Oh. 2012. Uh, Spicy City. What a cartoon. Rebel Highway. Cool and Crazy December. David Bowie, Real Cool World. I guess he did Cool World. He, he did, did Cool, cool World. World. Yeah, that's why it looks seems familiar. All right, My Life with a Thrill Thrill Kill Cult, Sex on Wheels. That's a good song. It's probably for the soundtrack of the movie. All right, Christmas in Tattertown. Mighty Mouse, The New Adventures. He directed four episodes. <laughs> that's Cannonball wild. Run two. He did an animation director. Okay, uncredited. Fire and Ice. Hey, Good Looking. It's a rated R. American Pop, 1981. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Wizards. What? Coonskin. That's, yeah. That is terrible. Um, that that one, that ooh, one I couldn't. Oh, shit. Look at that. That talk about. Yeah, no, it's. Wow. It, and, and Rabbit that, country-born trickster takes over organized crime racket in Harlem, facing opposition from the institutionalized rate. Facing opposition uh, from the institutionalized racism of the mafia and corrupt police, so I guess it was like a him fighting against all that. But right, just, I, I mean, he was he was he was painting a picture of the seventies uh, New York kind of thing. Right, and, I mean, clearly Barry White's in it, uh, Scatman Crothers, Philip Michael Thomas, Tubbs. Eh. <laughs> wow, all right. So he was take he was trying to take on racism through cartoons, right? And, it, and I don't think Fritz the Cat. I don't think it projected it that well. Right. Yeah. yeah. Does, you have to watch it. This. Yeah. This, you know, it's not. It's not an easy watch. It really is. I haven't made it through it. You know. It was just like, whew, like I'm like, whoa, like uh, that's too much. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ooh, falling down the well. Jesus, Sean. Enough. Enough already. Uh, Ed. We just talked about Riverdale. Yeah. It got canceled. <laughs> what's the cw doing man i mean they're just uh the seventh season will be the show's last of uh, as the cw cancels multiple shows uh we talked about some of the other one but god say goodbye to riverdale first of all seven seasons good for them that's good i mean that's I, that's really good you know that's something that you can be proud of sure i mean i thought the i liked the first season but i never got past the first season 
I just got busy doing other watching other things. Um, you were a fan. I of- was. I thought. I thought. But I watched it on Netflix. Yeah. So I got to binge watch it, and I thought the show was pretty good. It had kind of like a supernatural element to it. It right. was like Archie and the gang takes on scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that the last season they. It was so popular on Netflix that they were going to do a Sabrina the Teenage Witch show for CW, but Netflix was like, no, 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 we'll take it. Right. <clears throat> so they actually produced like three or four seasons of... Uh, I think there's at least three seasons because I know my wife watched it. She said it was really good. Right. It wasn't bad. And now they actually brought Sabrina into back to Riverdale. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the last couple of seasons she's been a part of it. Like, I, I was like, oh, okay. So she still has a job. Right. You know, like, all right. So I, I'm kind of curious. I have the person who's not watched... Riverdale since the first season. I'm curious to see how they bring her back, and, and I'm like, if you bring, if you is she still a witch? Like, <laughs> is she like, how do you? Because that that show was a little hardcore, you know, like blood and stuff like that. How do you bring her into this? <laughs> Welcome back to Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so torn. I'm so torn between Veronica and Betty. I wish I knew who, how. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Archie doesn't really talk like that, but he always seems clean. Hi, everybody. Golly. Golly, gee, Willikers. I don't understand why these girls both like me. <laughs> He's red hair, freckles, you know, and then uh, they, the two of them are always fighting over him. And he was oblivious. He couldn't shit it off the pot. That's what I remember. You either pick Betty or Veronica. Here's the thing, though. Betty was a pure goody-goody kind of girl, and Veronica was a little naughty girl. Like... <clears throat> I guess me, I, I was always, I, I would think I was always more of a Veronica kind of guy. I always thought that uh, Archie had a thing for Jughead. Right. I call it, I think they call him Jughead. Yeah, I was a Veronica guy. I was like, the, the, yeah. brunette. Brunette, bad girl. I don't, Alexandria yeah. <laughs> from Josie and the, the Pussy Cat. I, I had a thing for bad girls in the seventies, I guess. <laughs> Except for Wonder Woman. Except for Wonder Woman, she was she was the good girl <laughs> with a naughty streak. <laughs> Anybody who runs around tying people up for a living can't be all good. <laughs> Sean, how do you take something so wholesome and turn it dirty? You're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> bye, 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 Riverdale. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a shame. Um, you know what? It's funny. Like I, f- like well, uh, Luke Perry was Archie's dad, and right. then he passed away. So I, they, I don't. I, obviously, I, they never got into. They never got into it. I never got deep enough in the show to go like how to handle it. Right. Because you know you have to kind of write him off. Right. You know because he can't be around. Like, right. And I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> or like they did the Shep after he died. <laughs> Replace him with Curly? No, they, <laughs> they they actually put like doubles in the back of them. They never, oh, and every never time s- they would look through a window, like Shep, wait there, we'll cut you, oh. know, <laughs> you know, type of thing. And that's what they did because that's a contract was they had to have Shep. Really? Yes. Wow, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. The <laughs> studio wanted Shep, and they got <sighs> Shep. All right, form off. All right, anyway. so okay, let's go with uh, um. Lucas, okay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you: Do you want to do this one? Lucasfilm president addressed reports of original plans for Ray Kenobi, since the Obi Wan Kenobi show is coming up. Who Kenobi? Ray. Ray Kenobi. Ray, Ray Kenobi. <laughs> you know, 
Drop Wreck. a drop a golden sign. <laughs> Come in, Ray. <laughs> it's looking at me. <sighs> All right, so well, that's well. Back when Star Wars was around, people were were who was Ray. She didn't know who her parents were. So a lot of people were like, well, she's this strong in the force. She's got to be related to Ben Kenobi. And maybe it's her, maybe it's her. Oh, oh, oh. Ray <laughs> Kenobi. Who'd you think I was talking about? Ray Stancer, Ghostbusters. <laughs> like that, Ray. Because it's like, can you say Ray? I'm like, that's the first thing. Like, come in, Ray. Come in, Ray. What? I collect spores and folds among us. Fungus. <laughs> It's, there's a ghost they're all like oh that's awesome there's a what's force. he doing <laughs> he's looking at me there's a force <laughs> ghost I need you to come in um, is it does it have spores moles fungus no I'm not interested <laughs> <laughs> no Ben Kenobi Ray from Star Wars yes <laughs> that Ray that Ray <sighs> so, one of the things they're always talking about Ray's parentage, right? Like, you know, one minute we thought, okay, well, she's got to be related to somebody, and then Snoke was like, "You related to nobody? You's a bum." And then at the end of the series, you find out that she is Palpatine. Spoilers, <laughs> haven't known she's supposed to be Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter. Yes, through cloning and through. Like he had, a, he was cloning himself. I guess we, I don't. Yeah. Well, no, he had kids right. and a family. And before he turned to the emperor, they ran away. They hid off, and yeah, okay, whatever. Right. <clears throat> However, but at one point in time, it was rumored that the character could be related to Obi Wan Kenobi, which would have satisfied a lot of fans. But seemed that wasn't tr- wasn't even close to being true. In a new interview with Vanity Fair, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy revealed that Obi Wan Kenobi was never going to be related to Rey. Here's a quote. Uh, the bigger issue is talking about Obi-Wan as a master Jedi and the issue of attachment and selfish and selflessness. In order for Obi-Wan to have a child, you are really, really Im- impacting the rules around the Jedi, she told Vanity Fair. Well, what does that mean? If, we're, if that were explored, and certainly there was a lot of ideas being thrown around, but anything to do with Obi-Wan in that regard was pretty much off the table because it flies in the face of everything George created in the mythology. We're not rigid about it. It certainly is open for discussion all the time, but that's a pretty significant tenet to in the mythology of the Jedi that we'd be reluctant to mess with. So uh, there you go, Ed. That's that's why he was never, never going to be Ray Kenobi. Well, that's the same. Like like in the Clone Wars, there is a love affair in a way. Like it never really happened, but there was always that thing but the, the leader of the Mandalorian race uh, I can't think of her name but uh, Bo-Katan's sister right okay and she died during the Clone Wars while Obi-Wan was trying to rescue her uh, type of thing because it was it was a faction of the, uh, the I think it's the Dark Sun or whatever the, the, the group that um, uh, uh, in, in um... <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, she's just a faction over there, and it might have been Obi Wan. How was love? That was a good series. It was good. Obi Wan was Kobe was in love, and Obi could get fall in love, but no, his love died. Died on the planet when he was trying to save her. <laughs> 
So maybe she had a baby who was right. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. <laughs> so the general idea is that, is that they they thought of the idea that never that never came to be because he was part of the Jordan order, right. so he never made the advances or whatever. But they had that kind of like in the in this in the story. If you watch it, you kind of see them two them kind of having a moment. There was sexual tension. I could kind of with a knife. Yeah. And then it's like, no, Obi-Wan, you cannot do it. We go against everything that gets in the Force. You have no entanglements, no attachments. You are a Jedi. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yeah, you get the idea. All right. Move along. (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) cut that one. All right. <laughs> there is love in the air, and I said, no, love must be denied. It's the Jedi way. <laughs> so apparently, Ed, guess what? I'll never guess. Top Gun Maverick gets a rapturous five-minute standing ovation at Cannes crowd raves for Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Wow. Apparently, this new Maverick movie is fucking... The second coming of Cruise, I guess. <laughs> Everyone loves my movie. Stand up and clap. <laughs> even before a single scene from this is from Variety, by the way, even before a single scene from Top Gun Maverick unspooled at the film's can premiere on Wednesday night, festival goers made it clear they think Tom Cruise's Mephaniwik excellent. <laughs> The actor received a thunderous ovation after he was presented with a surprise palm d'or, uh, one that generally seemed to take him off guard. Excuse me. He had received other ovations after making some spirited inter- introductory remarks. Spirited, I bet. <laughs> you see my movie? We had a great time. <laughs> we flew in. We flew in. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> It was an extravaganza that included an appearance of eight fighter jets blowing red, white, and blue smoke behind them as Cruz and other members of the film's cast looked on from the red carpet below. Those colors are featured predominantly in both French and American flags. It's a fitting piece of symmetry. Just He wasn't just like, look, I'm in France. Fly the American flag! <laughs> uh, it served as a culmination of a day celebrating the enduring star wattage of Cruz. One that also included a quote-unquote master class with the actor. <laughs> At both the event and the premiere, attendees were treated to a montage montage of his greatest hits from Risky Business to Mission Impossible. Uh, but th- it was a celebration that had been a long time coming. Top Gun Maverick was slated to debut in 2019 before special effects work resulted in a pushback to 2020. Then COVID hit, scrambling those plans, at least for a while. Um, it's an incredible evening and an incredible time, just to see everyone's faces, Cruz said from the stage of the Pelias. Pol- it has been 36 years since the first Top Gun, and we've had to hold it years for we had to hold it years for the pandemic. 
Uh, Cruz then called on the cast, which includes Jennifer Connelly, Miles Teller, and John Hamm, and the Paramount executive team to stand up as the audience cheered. This movie was a dream. <laughs> we talked about it when we were filming. I just want everyone's face. I just want to see everyone's faces. <laughs> There's no masks, and we're in a movie theater. I'm going to take this all in and feel very grateful. <laughs> we're here for you. I make all the movies all for you and very blessed with what we do. Enjoy this evening. You have made my life. Uh, so there you go. Um, apparently, uh, let's see. Uh, Festival Crowd Choice interacted with the film. Overwhelming response when uh, Val Kilmer, who starred as Cruz Nemesis as Iceman in the original film, appeared in a scene with Cruz. Uh, the screening ended with a five-minute saying ovation from the crowd. Um, here you go. Yeah, that's uh, opening up actually uh, this week coming up. Yeah, weekend. that's, that's yeah. So, topical. Uh, Ed? Uh, are you going to go see it? I, I, I want to see it. Okay. My wife, on the other hand, does not. Okay. Because she's not a Tom Cruise fan at all. She, she's very much of the who you are as a person makes me not want to see your films. Right. I'm a, I don't care. She thinks she's a, sh- a shitty dad. I don't know. I don't really know anything about him. I probably could, you know, take Le- Leah Remini's whole, you know, Scientology stuff and be like, ooh, Tom Cruise kind of sucks. But a part of me is like, I don't fucking care. I love his movies. <laughs> you know, Tom Cruise murdered 17 people. Top Gun 3 is coming out, right? I mean, <laughs> like, Tom, t- Tom Cruise it's drove down. Mission Impossible 7 is coming out, right? Right. Ch- Tom Cruise got liquored up and started cursing out everybody at a screening, called everyone, the, told everybody the Jews are on the media, and the sooner or later the alien invasion's coming, and I'd be like, Risky Weeds Business Suits coming out. Right? Yeah, Risky Business too, right? I mean, he could, be, he could be the dad, and he can have a kid, right? Come on. It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> like I want to see him. I, I, just, I'm not saying Tom Cruise could do wrong things, and I'd be like, "Oh, rump, rump, rump." You know, I'm. I just uh, he he entertains me, and I find his movies entertaining. Yeah. Um, little backstory though. I saw. I did. I might have to go by myself, Ed, as an homage to when I saw the first Top Gun. Because you saw it by yourself. I saw it by myself because <laughs> little bit. Here you go, Ed. Let's walk down memory lane. I had mono once. Okay? Yes. <laughs> right. And while I was, when I was younger, movie theaters were all over the place. Uh-huh. I lived down the street, uh, legitimately a block away from one on my, um, at the end of my, my block. I could walk a five minute walk up a, a block and there'd be a second movie theater. And I could walk another three more minutes up past that and there'd be a third theater. It was mm-hmm. the Better, the Caster, and the Tyson. Okay. Those were the three movie theaters that I, I circulated around my time. Right. <clears throat> I'm at home. I'm sick. I don't know I have mono yet because I'm just I'm feeling like shit, right? Like, I need to get out, though. I'm pent up in the house. It's driving me fucking crazy. I, I'm tired of kissing toilet seats. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go see a movie. I, I walked to the Castro movie theater, watched Top Gun, came home. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, no, no harm, no foul, right? I didn't go around sucking face with anybody. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, ass- I'm assuming that my infectious ass probably didn't hurt anybody. Right. You know, I sat by myself. I, it was, I think, it was the first time I went to movies by myself, so it felt weird anyway. Yeah. Like, because you know, when you, have you been to the movies by yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It is because movies is a especially me- when you're like you're surrounded by <laughs> groups of people that are talking. And you're not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a speedo, thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell with my fatty flat, but it's there. 
I, I suffer from Dunlaps. My belly Dunlap over my jeans. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so uh, it's it's just weird to stand by yourself. Like I saw Logan by myself. Right. Level the list. One, please. One you see people look. Oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> Maybe he's meeting his friends, and you look, and you're sitting there by yourself. Oh. But that, there's like there's like crowds and they're all talking about like X Men movies and Marvel movies or whatever or movies just in general. And, and you want to be like, actually, fellas, I'm a friend too. I'm a fan. Here's what I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you want to be a part of it, and you can't because you just like because we we've, we've had that a couple right. of times. We've had conversations where we're standing in line <laughs> right. or, or at a, at a video game place because uh-huh. it's people just chime in. Just over on something interesting. And someone's like, hey, fellas. I heard you guys talking about this. Let me put my two cents in. It's like it's like this scene in Clerks where they're like, you know, uh, as an independent contractor, I would say those men knew that they were working on the Death Star and they purposely knew that they were getting putting their lives in their own hands. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, okay, sir, thanks. I, no one asked you, but <laughs> honestly, sir, I thought the uh, special effects in X Men was phenomenal. Oh, okay. No, it was the guy was. We were talking about the X Men movie. It was like whatever, whatever came out. Whatever we saw it. We we're talking about it and, at a KB, uh, KB video game. Right. Whatever, <laughs> and the guy just the guy who worked there jumped in and he goes, "Well, I just thought that uh, you know because it was uh, uh, what's his name that played Wolverine, uh, uh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. He was too tall for the role. Blah blah blah. And we're like, who are you? <laughs> Sorry." <laughs> What? What? Whew, okay. I think he did a great job or something like that, and then he right. walked away. It's- right. I just want to put my two cents in. I thought he was just too tall, but he was wonderful in the part. Uh, thank you. So I saw Top Gun by myself, and I remember sitting in the, like a dark theater by myself in the back corner. F- felt very like, <laughs> and no one loves me. Thank you, Eddie. Like I felt like a leper because no one was around me. I had my popcorn. I'm like, I'll watch a Top Gun and be like, I I lo- I liked it a lot. I thought it was a great movie. Special, not special effects, but the I guess special effects. All the flying stuff was kind of cool. You know, uh, every, to this day, whenever I go, you know, he looks like he lost that love and feeling. Oh, I hate when he does that. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's just certain little things like. To this day, you cannot go. I feel the need, the need for speed without going Top Gun. Yeah, like don't it's, you first heard it? And it's it's a, it's it's a thing. It's like live long and prosper. Dark side, light side. I'm your father. Like you know, it's it's, yeah. it's part of the, the lexicon of pop culture. So part of me wants to see it because it looked really cool. The trailers I've seen, I've seen like little like snippets of like how they did the training. Uh, you know, like how what. The some, some and I do think that Tom Cruise did do some extreme things with the people, like having them go to like flying camp. They weren't actually flying the planes, but they need to know. Like a lot of them were also their own cameramen because they were actually in those planes doing that stuff. Obviously, there's another a pilot, but right. there was like people in there to actually. I was like, well, "That's interesting." Like here, I, Sean, we're going to put you in a plane. We're going to give you a camera, and you have to act and take your own camera shots. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to go on the plane. Can't we do this in special effects? No, no, <laughs> no. I'm Tom Cruise. We do everything practical. <laughs> you gotta take this camera. You can put it right in front of your face, and we're gonna fly you. <laughs> we're gonna do loop de loops, spinny roundies, and whirly turlies. <laughs> Are those technical terms? No, I just made them up. 
Wait till you get to the loop de loops <laughs> <laughs> and the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I know Tom Cruise. Because like, like there was supposed to be a Mission Impossible movie, right? Mission Impossible in, Seven. Yeah, it's gonna be in space or something. Right, like that. right. And he went through space training, right? Because wanted... you know you gotta go through. Well, he's probably gonna do like the the. I don't. The stratosphere, you know, we're in that plan that they could do the the, up the vomit comet, right? The vomit comet. So he'll probably be doing that shots for that. But he really wanted to go in space. Oh, sure, why <laughs> not? Because he's Tom Cruise. I bring realism. Shoot me out into space. Just put me up there. Let me do one rotation around the Earth and then come back down. I'll get what I need. I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. Let's go up. I'll go up out into space. I'm Tom Cruise. Say howdy to the aliens that were from Scientology. Give them a little fist bump and then come back down. Bada boom, bada bing, bada bang. Mission Impossible Seven. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even do the as I'm entering through the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> Quick, watch me jump on a couch in space. <laughs> <laughs> I will be seeing a movie, however, this weekend, but it's not Top Gun Maverick. What are you going to be seeing? Bob's Burgers, the movie. <laughs> I, I, I can't say I'm enough. I don't watch Bob's Burgers enough to be saying, like, oh, I love that show. Like, uh, I, the movie looks funny. My, but... I'm my wife. I mean, I'm a fan. Don't get me wrong. I I'm, a, I'm a fan, but my I'm wife fan. loves that, movie, that show. <laughs> loves that show because she will. She, I'll be coming home and she'll be like, it'll be on like TBS or something like that. Or don't you fucking say a word and watch Bob's Burger. You, you, you make sound would have cut you. I know where you sleep, bitch. <laughs> so, I like, like, because we do the show on Sundays. It airs right. the new episodes. It's, she'll tape it for me, and we'll watch oh, it tomorrow nice. night. You know, so we, I definitely do watch every episode. You know, next till, like tomorrow, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be watching the next episode if there's a new one. I don't know right. I wonder if the new. I wonder if there's a new episode will tie into the movie. Now, I do know they're smart enough to because apparently the movie has to deal with a sinkhole. In yeah. front of the store, they've they've planted the seed of the sinkhole in the season because if you look out front of the store, there's the ground is kind of bowing, bowing. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you guys at least thought this out enough to not be like a like a a MacGuffin plot hole, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you planted the seeds like a couple episodes like, oh look. Um, next month though, uh, the Orville comes back. Yes. To Hulu. Right. I'm looking forward to that. that just sidebar says we're talking about TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely got to catch that one. I, I, I did. Li- I do enjoy the Orville episode. It's a good uh, series. Speaking of TV shows, Ed. Yes. <laughs> like my Ace Ventura delivery. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows, Ed. Yes. Um, Daredevil season four confirmed. Yes. <sighs> Charlie Cox's This is from The Direct. Um, I don't know who they are, but this was reported on May 19th. Uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil has seen an impressive surge in popularity over the past couple of years uh, after its own solo Netflix show ended in t- 2018, promoting calls for a season four or a pivotal revival on Disney+. Plus. Um, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige confirmed in December 2021 that Cox will play the role if and when Daredevil officially enters the MCU, which came to fruition only days later. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home brought Cox's man out of fear into a surefire canon MCU. Uh, for the first time in a 70-second scene featuring Matt Murdock at Pete, as Pete Parker's lawyer, even teasing that he already had his powers. 
Uh, he's also rumored to return to the MCU as soon as August with a potential appearance in She-Hulk. Teaming up, uh, teaming him up with one of Marvel's other preeminent lawyers, uh, Jennifer Walters. Uh, even as these things are, even if even with these exciting developments, fans are still wondering if and when Cox will get to fully revisit his role as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil again in his own series, after so much success in these in his three seasons on Netflix. Uh, well, if the latest news concerning the series is to believe, the day may not be too far away. Uh, Daredevil officially received receives a Disney Plus show. Variety revealed that Marvel Studios is officially moving forward with a new Daredevil series set to stream on Disney+. Uh, <clears throat> the Hollywood Reporter notes that the Marvel Studios Daredevil project will be the first Marvel Netflix series to get a, quote, new yet continued show, making it unclear if this is a full-on reboot, a direct continuation of a previous show's events, or a combination of the two. Um, what should you expect from the show? Yeah, well, doesn't matter. It's a new show. I don't feel like we're going to rest. <laughs> all right. So, I, I like, look, I liked, I thought all of Daredevil was good. Uh, the fight choreography is great. So, as long as you keep the fight choreography, right. that team into whatever you're doing with it, I'm in. Because, right. um, about to say, and if you can get that team back, because like I said, they, they're, right. a lot of them probably moved on since, you know, they're not. Unless they're working for Disney directly, you know, and right, you know, and, and they're like, oh, hey, let's put these the team back together, for right, this. right, or Disney's going. So when you're getting done that job, okay, we'll wait, right, you know, or here's some money. Why don't you come join this team now? Team Mouse, Team Mouse. Here's a co- what you're making. Hmm, that's interesting. What if we added a zero to the end? <laughs> Would you like to come back for for us now? Um, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, I would be curious to see because, okay, we haven't talked about this. I didn't bring it to the news. The She-Hulk trailer. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Because <laughs> I, I pause because I'm like, I almost feel like, well, it's, Ed's going to bitch about the special effects because some people were bitching about the special effects. It's right in his wheelhouse about complaining about it. So, Ed, complain away. <laughs> you have the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't, I, you know. It's. I'm, I'm. I'm hoping they're going to clean this up. <laughs> basically, my thing. Like, I like. Did they rush to get this trailer out? You know, kind of thing. But I'm. I'm on board. Like, like. I'm like. I'll watch this shit out of this because it's like. It's like She-Hulk. I'm like, how can you not watch She-Hulk? I mean, when they announced She-Hulk, I'm like, I can't believe they're going to fucking do this. Like, I, I my was... mind's blown. Like, you know that they're going to pull this. And I'm like, I'm like, have they really failed it much? No. I mean, there's some stuff that I go. It could have been better, you know. Okay, it's not a home run. It's more like a solid double, right? Like, you know, maybe, maybe even a foul tip triple. It, it wasn't a strikeout, you right. know. It was it wasn't terrible enough to go. You got on base. I'm right. impressed, right? So you you go you go. If I get they get on base with this one, I'll be happy, you right. know, like kind of thing. I'm you know, I mean, the trailer to me looked interesting, except for the special effects. I mean, you know, I try to look past that, you know, because I'm really I'm really yeah, trying. <laughs> I'm trying, trying. I'm trying, but just. She did. She looked very elongated in that one scene where she slams down on the ground when she yeah. jumped with the Hulk. Her legs looked a little too disproportionate to her body, a little bit in that landing. And I'm right. like, all right, well, sure, right. So I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to look past that stuff. I'm like, you know, because it's like, I mean, like one looked like it wasn't fitting right into the screen, like right. where she was standing with the wall and all. Right, like, I'm right. Like, is she in the wall? Like, like is it <laughs> like it's like that video game, the the crashing, the the wall right. crashing thing is. I'm like, I'm like, ah, it was only a split second, like I, you know, but right, like maybe they'll polish it up. Like they usually, like they'll throw it out there, and, and the internet kind of exploded. Two things: one, of course, 
I feel like people don't know anything about She-Hulk. So their reference, when you hear Hulk, you think Mark Ruffalo. Mm. You think big, hulking mass. Well, they don't know that Jennifer Walters is not that. She's not hulking out or anything like that. Mm. She can choose. Now, the comic book run I read, she could choose between, she could go in and out right. of, of changing. Um, and it was more of a humorous cartoon, uh, comic. Um, I think it was like a reboot. It, was, it, was, it wasn't taking itself seriously. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the show's not taking itself seriously either, which I kind of dig. I also think the people are bitching about like her look and that, oh, <laughs> my favorite is like, someone just basically claimed that Disney's just trying to be woke by making bringing back the Hulk, but they just want to make it a girl just to make it a girl. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. You know nothing about right. comic books at all. You're just the troll the cis troll, I guess, you know, <laughs> that wants to sit there and go, well, I don't know anything about it, but it's a girl, so I don't want to watch anything. I'm like, I thought she looked fine. I, th- I thought, like, the poster they have with her walking up the stairs, I'm like, I think the leg's a little too skinny, but maybe that's me. Like, maybe um, like maybe I'm being a little overly critical because I know what she looks like in the comic books. Because I, I was like, yeah, I'd I, I do her. <laughs> like you know, like she was she crossed, she crossed my head, but she was. I give it a shot. She, she was drawn. She was drawn sexy. I was like, as a kid, I'm like, you know, we're a teenager. I'm like, ah, all right. Like when they did the Marvel superhero swimsuit editions, they always had her in a bikini. I'm like, looking good. Yeah, <laughs> like, like all right, all right. Like, oh, Jim Lee, you really got that going on. Good. All right, all right, all right. I'm seeing green. <laughs> <laughs> So you see Kirk pop up. I know my kind of girl. <laughs> but I mean, I definitely watch it. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm more curious because like like sometimes their stories are really good. You know, like right. their CGI is not that good, but the story's good enough that you go and I really don't care. It's just not that good in like a CGI or right. You know, or like I said, it, I'm, I'm like, you're just looking at TV budget versus movie budget. Budget, right? Right. I mean, it's it's that the thing though that gets me is is like it's, sometimes it's hard to draw that line, especially with Disney, right? Because they've they've put in so much money into these Disney Plus shows. Like, I mean, when you see Mandalorian, you're like, holy crap! Like, you know, and then you know, and then you get these other shows, and you're like, ah, eh, they could have done better. Like, like you know, like take some of that that Mandalorian money and put right. it over here. <laughs> yeah, but on a sidebar, real quick, uh, just change the subjects a little bit. But Disney Plus related was, did you notice that they added new shows or not new shows, but they added shows. That are not really Disney esque shows, you could say, uh, because I think they were Fox properties. Uh, one was Alias. Oh, okay. Uh, but actually, they're both ABC. Actually, so there are well, Disney. ABC is still in the Disney wheelhouse. But, yeah, all yeah. Right. Uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating by Teenage Really? Yes, are on uh, Disney Plus. Okay, now. I would probably watch revisit that. Yeah, I mean, I saw. I, I mean, I watched. I think I binge watched all of Alias. I think once it was on Netflix and once I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watch binge watching because I didn't watch the them when they first aired because I didn't have time and it was on like a different. I was a different person back then. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but ah. it's it's on it's on those those. I noticed that because I was looking at the Rescue Rangers and all, and I right. was flipping through that title screen that goes over. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like they have Alias on that. I was like, awesome, that's cool. Right. And then they had the Eight Simple Rules, and I'm thinking. I would say because I have the adult version of Disney now, right? Like, right, the, the, the adult version, the adult Disney version. After Dark. <laughs> 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 
And I, I, at first, because at first I was like, "Wow, Alias!" Because I know there's some some kind of you know risque scenes. Sure, there, right, you know, right, not, right. Yeah, too not too risque, but a yeah, little you, bit. You had to kind of pass like an exam. You had to go like, "Hey, are you this, 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 and this?" And you're like, "Yeah, I am." All right, you can see the adult stuff. <laughs> so uh, I did hear from somebody that they think that Hulu is going to go away eventually. We're not. Gonna I don't have think so. Hulu here. Well, actually, because everywhere else in the world, I found out that has it's, it's called Star. It's Disney Star. So like they have like oh, you know okay. like Dis- Disney National Geographic, right. Disney. You know, uh, Star Wars, Disney, Marvel, uh, whatever, Disney, you know, the other ones. The yeah, other but thing. I mean, look at it this way. If Hulu disappears and a lot of those TV shows that aren't on, like, okay, well, I mean, I guess the, uh, Disney owns Orville because it's a Fox property. But there's a lot of TV shows on NBC, CBS that are on Hulu. I just don't think they're going to. Well, that's saying that eventually they're all going away. That's the saying. Like, if you, if you notice, the, the library of Hulu is being pulled apart. Because like like NBC is going to be taking their shows and CBS is going to put their shows on Paramount Plus and like when the agreement oh for Hulu is over, you know. Oh boy! So just just FYI. All right, you know. <laughs> all right. We'll see. We shall see, Ed. Yes. Um, since we're talking about computer animation and stuff like this, uh, this news article I saw and then you send it to me. Uh, I'm going to bring it up. Um, Marvel makes deal to use Stan Lee's likeness in future projects. <laughs> this is a double-edged sword for me. I'm going to go in. Just the headline alone makes me go, Ooh, "How? what are we talking? Like, What kind of likeness is we talking about? Like, I, I, If he's going to be like on a photo in the background, but I don't want a computer animated Stan Lee going, Excelsior! <laughs> Hi, everybody. I don't I don't know if I want that. I don't want them to give him the recall the... The we call it, uh, what's his face? Peter Cushing treatment. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you get back to the day. <laughs> After decades of the company's chairman and with best, um, his final appearance was in uh, Avengers Endgame, which he recorded shortly before his death in 2018. But a new deal between Marvel and the company Stanley Universe has paved the way for Lee to return post humorously to Marvel movies or TV shows in other areas. According to Hollywood Reporter, the two corporations have signed an agreement to license Lee's name, likeness, voice, and even his signature in, in feature films and television productions, as well as Disney theme park, various experiences, quote-unquote, and merchandising. Uh, they do note that the deal, quote, does not necessarily pave the way for the return of Lee's cameos in movies, at least not in the way fans traditionally know them in insider's caution uh, but the, but under the terms of the deal Marvel could insert Lee perhaps using archival footage or with the same sort of digital effects that added to the late Peter Cushing to Rogue One for example <laughs> uh, into films and shows set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, the agreement gives Marvel a wide array of areas which they can utilize Stan Lee's likeness including and this is a quote in movies, in television projects, as well as to use images, existing footage, and existing audio recordings featuring him. The rights to use Lee's name, voice, likeness, and signature exclusively in theme parks, cruise lines, and in-park merchandise were also included in the deal. Audience and park park goers could see Lee turn up as figures and toys on apparel and stationery in video games and VR. Marvel and Lee are extreme, uh, inextricably linked. Um, P- 
people love Stan Lee. Mary Sherway's Marvel can take advantage of the connections in fans' mind. There's also a way to honor Lee's work. On the other hand, does anyone want to see a CGI Stan Lee popping up in the background of a scene from Thor Love and Thunder? Uh, Stan's cameos were fun, but I don't think they should continue down this path. That should be too weird. Um, I, I kind of agree with that part. Like, I don't want to see like a uh, computer animated Stan Lee pop up. Put him on a poster. Like, you know, like, um, I think Daredevil did it once where, like, you have him, like, as a dressed, um, I think it was WandaVision where he was a police officer on a photo. Mm. Like, they, that's kind of how they honored him where he was on a magazine. Venom did it when he was on a, a cover of a magazine. Right. Like, that I feel like is a little bit more in taste. The last thing I want is, you know, like Stanley to pop up and they go, Excelsior, true believers. And I'd be like, no, I would just be like, no. <laughs> like, like, could you imagine like being on a like like a ride in Disney World and all of a sudden your holographic Stan, Stan Lee pops up and goes, "Hi everybody, welcome to the marvelous magical ride." <laughs> like, I'm your host Stan Lee. Welcome to the Tower of Terror. Like, <laughs> I I always pictured it like it's going to be a ride and you you know you're riding along and it's just big black thing and all of a sudden his face comes up and it's this huge thing it's like excelsior hey there true believers right do you want to go in the mind of me well enter through and he opens his mouth and you go like, it's a stream and he go you go with that tunnel like in his mouth and you're like and you're like oh this is creepy right like hey everybody come into my mind excelsior and you, just, you fall down his mouth you're like this is too weird. Or you, or worst case scenarios, they all give you like fake mustaches as you go in, and then as you're driving by, I mean, kind of like we call it the haunted mansion. You go by this mirror and you're Stan. <laughs> <laughs> like the mustache has got some sort of RFID chip in it that's going to project his image on your face <laughs> as you go by. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> like. You wake up in the middle of the night, you look out your window and you have your Disney hotel and you look at the Epcot Center and it just turns into Stan's face. <laughs> Excelsior. It's really uh, like, No! <laughs> That'd be oh, awesome. I mean, I mean oh, as I'm you're so flying over Disney parks, you just see his, his image just projected onto the ball. Just, oh my God, they changed the whole Epcot ball thing into Stanley's face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I would just be, I, oh my god! People stood in line three hours to get the the Stan Lee popcorn dispenser, <laughs> the popcorn <laughs> bucket. <laughs> it's basically just it's it's. It, hey, look here's the, <laughs> the Stan Lee sunglasses. You put them on, it comes with a mustache and everything. <laughs> and <you're> like <laughs> it's the big square glasses, right, you know. Right, it has the mustache already attached, like like a fucking Groucho Marx <laughs> sunglasses. Oh God, no! It's got it's got a cap on it too. It's got the slick back gray hair. <laughs> they just want to sell that. That what do you call it? They just they're just waiting for this thing to do the uh, Stanley pop where he's naked on the rug with the comic book. <laughs> That's really, how are we how are we going to immortalize him on his one hundredth birthday? <laughs> Or are you like, how are we going to celebrate his, you know, his life? I got it. Pop a figure, a statue, right? But it's him. Remember that thing when he played, they reposed naked and had the comic book right in front of his junk? 
That's what we're going with. <laughs> uh, we, we, we need the rights. <laughs> Someone secure the rights so we can get Stanley's junk on a pop figure. <laughs> <laughs> the kids will love it. <laughs> the kids will love it. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> May the Lee be with you. <laughs> I, I just don't know how I feel about that. It's it's it'd be weird. I, I think like, okay, maybe an action figure. I get it. Maybe like a little statue, something like a pop figure. Did a nice little uh, pop figure that I have of him. It kind of looks like a, he's a bronze statue. Okay, I, I like that. I thought that was nice, but. I don't know. Disney is kind of like the mad scientist of special effects, so I, I'm afraid that you're going to get like the. Well, that's the same. Like, like I, Disney, Disney is, but like Disney, Disney will do it in good taste. If 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 well, <laughs> you walk I, up to the, they have that little thing with the sword and the stone, and you pull it out and it goes Excelsior. <laughs> no, no, I mean Excalibur. Because <laughs> like there's a there's a there is a plaque at the uh, I think it's in California. They open up a. Uh, a the Marvel uh, uh, Avengers Campus. Okay. And there's a plaque dedicating to Stan Lee there. That's a small plaque. I could see him doing a statue. They're building one in uh, Disney Euro or uh, Disneyland Paris. Right. They're 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 working on that. I think there's might. I mean, I don't know. There should be a sta- I think there is a, a dedication statue because there's a New York hotel uh, type of thing. So there might be some Stan Lee in there, you know, kind of thing. Right. But, but it's it's going to be like a statue right. or a, statue you know, or a, like, a painting or something. Anything that's going to have his likeness in it. You guys, right. you have to secure the rights. You can't be like, I love Stan Lee so much, I'm going to make a, a bronze statue of him. Someone's going to go, no, no, no. You don't have the rights to him. Shit, I, he's, he's copyrighted? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Stan Lee knew that one day this was going to happen. And if you looked real closely, he had that little C tattooed on his ass right before he died. <laughs> Stan Lee is copyrighted material. <laughs> Got to pull the wrinkles apart, but you'll see that <laughs> little copyrighted C on his ass. He did it in invisible ink, so you have to kind of shine a light on him. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta use infrared, right? I and there's a guy with an infrared scope looking at Stan Lee's naked ass, D- dressed like Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> right above and tattooed on his back is True Believer. <laughs> He's all tatted up. His arms have like all the characters, right? He's created right by his right by his man bush. Just says thwip. <laughs> Stanley, you genius! <laughs> you crazy genius! You, oh, my spider sense is tingling. <laughs> oh boy! <sighs> All right, I got two stories left. Okay. All right. Uh, so there's going to be an Ocean Eleven prequel. <laughs> You're kidding. Nope. <laughs> According to this, uh, Margot Robbie will once again team up with Austin Powers and Bombshell director Jay Roach for an Ocean's Eleven prequel set in the 60s. So basically, when it was actually filmed, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, wasn't that was the original film? Uh, the original was yes, but you know the 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 what do you call it the reboot or the re-imaging the 
What would you call it? Uh, I guess it would be a reboot. It was a reboot. You know, that was not. It was set in today's day. Uh, as a reporter by The Hollywood Reporter, The Wolf of Wall Street and The Birds of Prey star are signed to be the lead in the latest entry in Warner Brothers' Ocean's Eleven franchise. Uh, the new project is being helmed by Austin Powers and Meet the Fockers director, Jay Roach, who previously worked with Robbie on 2019's Bombshell, which earned the Australian actress an Oscar nomination. Uh, Robbie and Roach will also produce the movie alongside Tom Ackerley, the co-founder of production company Lucky Chap, and Michelle Graham, an executive of Every Time, Every Man Pictures. The new film is not officially being greenlit by Warner Brothers, but is said to be in active development and is planned to formally begin production sometimes in 2023. So, like, yeah, Warner Brothers is like, yeah, I don't know nothing about that. But yeah, we're ma- yeah, but they're making it anyway. Uh, well, we could say no at any time, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, you could, but why not? They've already started. Who's who's putting the money up? I mean, it's our franchise. <laughs> who's paying for this? Who's paying for this? Did, did, first of all, question number one, did anyone ask for this? <laughs> question number two... Did anybody ask for this? Who said okay to the money? Because, yeah, we own the rights to it, but we didn't. I mean, okay. I mean, she's a, she'll put asses in seats and, you know. But, yeah, but Ocean's 8 didn't work. <laughs> like, you were supposed to, the, the 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 thing was supposed to be 8, 9, and 10, right? Yeah. And then you had 11, 12, and 13. So you could potentially have had Sandra Bullock and what's-his-face, um... Oh my God, George Clooney yeah, yeah, working together as because that's his sister working together in a in a movie and Ocean's Ten, and that you know could bridge the gap between both franchises. Right, genius, right? Instead, no, no. Let's go back further. Let's <laughs> not do Ocean's Nine, you know, because no one no one gives because no one saw Ocean's Eight, I guess, you know. No one cared about a female-led heist movie. Cause that's, I, I saw it. I saw it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't it? hate it. It didn't have the charm the way the boys did, I guess. But, you know, I, I, it was still entertaining. Mm-hmm. I would see a sequel, sure. But I guess they don't want to go that way. Uh, so it, it, the prequel will feature a script by Carrie Solomon. While details about the new story, including how it connects to the modern-day entries in the franchise, are scarce, it is known that the new heist movie will be set in Europe during the 60s. Uh, the modern Ocean's Eleven franchise began in 2001 with a loose remake of the 60s film of the same name, which starred Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., the reroute, which was directed by Aaron Brockovich's Steven Soderbergh, and the cast George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. That spin-off, Ocean's 8, was released in 2018. Starting all females cast for the Hesh crew, which included Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, and Anne Hathaway. The film was a commercial success, almost earning $300 million in the U.S. box office at a budget of $70 million. So, so it made money, Ed. Yeah. So right then and there, you're like, well, then why not just go with a sequel? Oh, right. Uh, with the new Ocean's Eleven movie, we'll take play- Robbie back to the 60s. Her next starring role, we'll be seeing her slipping in plastic shoes of the 60s doll icon Barbie. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, all right, so you got that, Ed. You're looking at a 60s-led European heist movie starring Margot Robbie. All right. I mean, sure. Sure, okay. All right. Why do I have to make it an Ocean's movie? That sounds like- You could get away with any good heist I I love a good heist movie, so I'm not... Or a good heist well, you're show. You're saying, like, like, why do you need the Ocean's franchise name because, to it? Because it's, it's IP, Ed, IP. They own it. Let's find a way to do it. 
Like, who who owns the Now You See Me franchise? Why is there not a Now You See Me 3? You know, magic, heist movie, love it. I, I'm, Marco Ruffalo is busy. I'm a sucker for a good heist flick. Even a bad heist flick. Like, there's a couple of flicks. There's one that stars... Um, <sighs> Misfits? Fuck, what's it called? It's got Pierce Brosnan in it, and he gets like a group of people. It looks like they're about doing a heist movie. I'm like, I'm kind of feel like I want to see that. <laughs> I think it's called The Misfits. Did it come out or? I, it is. It is on streaming. Ooh, I didn't know that. Ed, I have a bloody nose. <laughs> Fascinating, Ed. Fascinating. Fascinating. Well, it was bleeding, and now it's dry. So now I got. Anyway, The Misfits. The mis- Look at me, booyah! Oh yeah. Uh, Pierce Brosnan uh, ham set up with a real a heist movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's got to put his glasses on. Hold on. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> uh, hams it up in this heist movie, Misfire. A ragtag group of thieves are is recruited to perform a, a charity heist. A charity heist? Charity heist. <laughs> charity heist. Who wants to steal from the a charity? Misfits, a completely made new caper film from director Rennie Harlan, starring... Rennie another- Harlan? Yes. He directed it? That's what it says. It's directed by Reddy Harlan, starring in an energetic and effortlessly charismatic Pierce Brosnan in the lead. Hold on. Uh, Reddy Harlan. That's the guy who gave us a... Uh... Hey, did you see I'm looking at the the 3,000 Years of Longing trailer? 3,000 Years of Longing? It is uh, Idris Elba's a genie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, it looks like... Um, I, like, I, I only briefly saw the trailer, and I, and I saw it with the sound off. It looks like modern-day woman finds a genie in a, a bottle, opens it up. There's fucking Idris Elba as a genie, and she's like, well, what do you, like, like, how does three wishes work? And he's like, well, let me tell you. It looks like he has stories about people who have had wishes and what they wish for. I guess it seems like a monkey paw, monkey's paw type situation. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. feels like. I don't know. Um, Rennie, it's kind of like a bedazzled uh, uh, kind of thing where the the devil gives you grants what you want, but it's what w- what you get is uh, not. It doesn't turn out the way you want it to. Like, right. That's the way. That's the way it felt. It felt like that. There's a catch to all your wishes. Right. It's like you know, like oh, I want that person to fall in love with me. Well, they do, but it's only. But then they, they die or something. I don't right. know. Like you know, like just when you just when you have them, they slip through your grasp in some way, or you die. Right. It's kind of like uh, I would call it the Cities of Angels effect. Remember, you ever see Cities of Angels? No. <clears throat> okay, it is um, Meg Ryan and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> okay. All right, it's a love story. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this movie just to let you know. Nicolas Cage plays an angel, uh. and he falls in love with Meg Ryan, and he wants, but he can't be with her because he's an angel, right? right? And then finally, throughout this whole movie, like, they, they they do love each other, but they can't be with each other. He confesses that she's he's an angel, blah blah blah. Like, and at the height of the movie, God or the angels, I forget, he becomes human, uh-huh. right? And you're like, oh my god, he becomes human. They kill her. <laughs> I saw in the movie that I, Ed, I will not. Yeah, hold on, <laughs> City of Angels movie. Oh, I got it. 1998. All right. 
the story is Seth, Nicholas Cage, an angel who wanders the Los Angeles area invisible to humans. As the demise of an individual approaches, he spends time near them and becomes visible when acting as their traveling companion during their trip to the Great Hereafter. After his discovery of distraught heart surgeon, Maggie inspires him to forego his immortality and exist on Earth with her as a feeling and mortal entity. Just when he gets his wish, she gets killed at the end of the movie. <laughs> that sounds... Ed, no lie, Niagara fucking falls at the end of the movie. Uh, really? I was cr- sobbing. I was like, it was 93, 98, so I was, what, 28 years old? Yeah, 28 years old, watching this movie in the theaters with my friends, because we all went to go see it, because that's what we did, and me and my friend Chris, um, she was sitting next to me, and we looked, looked at the and we both were, like, ugly crying, like, he just, when he became human, they go and kill her. It was so sad. And that's where the Goo Goo, so- the Goo, Goo Dolls song comes. I don't want to wait forever. I bleed just to know you're alive. You know, that, that song, yeah. that's, that's where the song comes from, from that movie. It's, you know, when everyone did like a song for a movie. Right. But I remember watching the movie going like, oh, my God, this is I, it's painful. So painful, Ed. Cry my eyes out. That's awesome. It was, I mean, oh, my God. It was like, I, I, I mean, uh, Niagara Falls, Frankie. Horrible, horrible crying. Just, I couldn't. Stop! It was like the whole end. Like you kind of, and you kind of. It's not even like you don't see it coming. You kind of see it's going to happen. You're like, oh my god, oh my god, they're not going to do that. They can't do that. No way. He just went through this like a two hour movie to be finally become human. The pain and the anguish. Oh my god, he finally gets his wish. She's dead. <laughs> like, and he, and he, he, and apparently, like, I think he can never go back to being an angel because he's a human now. Right. Right. So he can never be with her. Never. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> like that kind of crying. It was, it was like, That's great. <laughs> I can't believe it. Why did they do that? <laughs> I probably would have, at that age, I probably would have cried, but now I'd be like, <laughs> now you're more like, you're like <laughs> no soul. <laughs> I Tom Cruise it up. <laughs> <laughs> they killed him. <laughs> All right, one last article, Ed. Ready? That was the one I've been waiting for the whole night. Oh, probably isn't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> probably isn't. I don't know which one you're waiting for. But this is what I have is Bruce Campbell on his role for Sam Raby. Oh, cameo. my God. You got to You got to Fucking shitty. The biggest fucking article of the week. And which, you know, which one was it? Fucking Amber Heard getting released from Aquaman 2. You don't have that fucking article. You know why? Here's why. Here's why. Never has been proven. <laughs> it's not a. Okay, hold on. All right. We'll, we'll... Anyway, let's go. To, let's go. To, let's go. What the fuck? Who is this? Who are we talking about? Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. All right. No, no, no. Hold on. Amber Heard released from Aquaman 2. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Uh, okay, so five days ago. This is from Comic Book News, by the way. I also have Screen Rant. Screen Rant, Newsweek. Uh, here we go, newsweek.com. Okay, that seems uh, legitimate. Yeah. Amber Heard confirmed she was released from Aquaman contract due to trial. 
Amber Heard has testified that she was initially let go from Aquaman 2 trial contract amid a negative publicity surrounding her relationship with ex-husband Don Johnny Depp. Heard's tumultuous, ill-fitted marriage to Depp has been the focus of an avalanche of headlines in recent years, thanks to a libel court battle that took place in London back in 2020 and their ongoing defamation trial in Fairfax, Virginia. Their court proceedings arose after Depp, 58, filed a $50 million lawsuit against Heard, 36, accusing her of defamation over an op-ed published by the Washington Post in which she she said she was a victim of domestic abuse. While Heard did not name Depp in the article, his lawyers argued it was clear she was referring to the star. Heard is countersuing for $100 million uh, for nuisance. (laughs) That's, Ed, you're a nuisance. I can sue you for that now. (laughs) I'm fucked. If that's true, I'm fucked. There's a lot of people that get sued. (laughs) During the proceedings at the Fairfax County Circuit Courthouse, each star has accused the other of domestic abuse. Depp and Heard have each denied the other allegations of violence during the relationship. On Monday, Heard returned to the stand where she discussed how the publicity surrounding her has led to her fighting to portray, uh, led to her fighting to portray Mara once again, a character she originated in the 2017 film Justice League and prepared, reprised in 2018's Aquaman. When asked if she has been replaced in Aquaman 2, Heard responded, They released me from my contract and I fought to stay in it. And they kept me in it. I just don't know how much I'm in the actual of the final cut. Um, rumor has it's like 10 minutes now. Mm. Uh, when asked if she's replaced, uh, she later went on to state in the court- courtroom, I don't know if I will be even be in the final cut or how much I will be. It was difficult to stay in the movie. Uh, Texas native Heard said that while she ultimately filmed scenes for the movie, it was, quote, very pared down version of that role. I was given a script and then given new versions of the script and it had taken away scenes that had action in it. Uh, that depicted my character and another character without giving any spoilers away. Two characters fighting with one another. They basically took a bunch out of my role. They just removed a bunch. She added, I fought really hard to stay in the movie. They didn't want to include me in the film. Uh, Newsweek has contacted representatives of DC Entertainment for comment. Heard's testimony said that she was initially released from her contract for the next installment of the billion-dollar Aquaman franchise. Comes after fan petition calling for her to be removed from the film clocked up more than 4 million signatures. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fans have cited Depp's allegations that Heard was violent towards him during the relationship as reasons for wanting her out from the big-budget project. In November 2020, several months before production had started, Heard denied rumors that she would not be returning for the upcoming movie, whose full title are Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. She told Entertainment Weekly, I'm super excited about the amount of fan love and the amount of fan appreciation that Aquaman has acquired and has garnered so much excitement for Aquaman and Mira. That means we'll be coming back. I'm so excited for that. Uh, Paid rumors and paid campaigns on social media don't dictate casting decisions because they have no basis in reality, Heard added. Only the fans actually made only the fans actually made Aquaman and Aquaman 2 happen. I'm excited to get started next year. Uh, production of the movie started in June 2021 and concluded in January 2022. Uh, such is the passion from the faction of Depp fans to see Heard removed from the franchise. After that number of misleading videos have started appearing on YouTube, falsely stating that the actress has been out from this Aquaman sequel. <laughs> While Heard said that the negative headlines in recent years have negatively impacted career, Depp has also testified that he was profoundly affected by the fallout. 
uh, that famously lost the 2020 Labo case, which against British tabloid The Sun, which has labeled the actor a quote-unquote wife-beater in reference to Heard's allegation of domestic abuse. Uh, Heard accused Depp of domestic abuse during a divorce proceedings in 2016. The Rum Diary co-stars who wed in 2015. Uh, their union dissolved in 2017. Depp violently denied over having been violent to her during the three-week trial in London. The judge found that the UK newspaper claimed the actors was abusive to her were substantially true. Uh, Depp was dropped from Pirates of the Caribbean franchise in 2018, was asked to resign from Fantastic Beats 3 following the 2020 verdict. He was subsequently placed by Matt Mickelson. Uh, the actor has lost some $40 million in expecting earnings following Heard's op-ed from the Washington Post. Uh, forensics accountant Michael Spindler testified earlier this month. Depp's time to go here. The trial continues. So basically, she got booted off of the off of Aquaman 2 because of... What's going on? What's going on? Right. I, I can't... I mean, I don't know if that's... I mean, I'm like, all right, fine, that's the news. I mean, you know, like... <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I think this to me. This was, that's the only news article. I couldn't see anything else because that was the only news article. Well, it, it has been hard to find things only because it has been consuming a lot of the media attention. Right. You know, it's on TV, so you could watch it anytime. But I just kind of feel like the whole the whole story itself. It's been so like not shoved down your throat, but because of all the headlines, mm-hmm. I felt like it's one of those like uh, we're gonna be. I mean, we could talk about it. I don't. But, I, don't, I, don't I don't really don't. Not that I don't care about the divorce. I mean, like, I just... For me, it's just like... I'm not, I'm not want Justice talk. for Johnny! Right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the divorce and what's going on with that. Or, what, or whatever this is that they're... I don't even know what this is. Right, well, basically... Because they divorced already. They're not right, even they're divorced, but, but Tom... Not Tom. Johnny's basically <laughs> saying, Hey... I'll sue. Get all Scientology after her. Um, basically, long story short is that... I'll make her my wife. <laughs> that she wrote an article claiming that she was a, a victim of, of abuse. Right. And that it was obviously... She was talking about Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp said, Hey, I'm suing you for... I'm suing you because that's not true. But first he went after the son, and the son's like, no, dude, we have category proof that you're a wife beater. So I feel like in that time, the, because everyone, we are trained to believe that men can't be the abused in a relationship. Mm. You know, that therefore he must, he must be the abuser. So I think society and a jury of the peers would probably lean more towards that. Now, so Johnny decided to sue also Amber because it's like, you wrote this article. You lied in this article. You made money off of this article. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to sue you too because you said in false statements. She's like, well, I'm going to sue you for double that amount. (laughs) Right? So they go to court and now it becomes a shit show, basically. (laughs) Johnny's lawyers seem to be competent. Her lawyers don't seem to be competent. Right before she took the stand, she fired her whole PR team, got a whole new PR team. In fact, she actually hired the guy who was in the Sun article. Like, and he has already gotten in trouble for having his phone in the court and like actually writing articles about the thing Like, while he's there. He's a scumbag, apparently. Right. You know, so now all this, all these news articles or all these facts are like... Um, we talked about it. Like she said, she had to cover up makeup on her face, and the makeup company said the thing that she used wasn't even out at that time. Mm-hmm. We made it like a year later. Like she's being caught in a bunch of lies, which has uh, some people. I mean, there might be a decisive line. I don't think so. There's some people who are like, 
I was Team Johnny from the start because like Johnny Depp's been around for a very long time. I've never once heard him be abusive to anybody. Right? Drunk, sure. You know, maybe can't handle his alcohol. A little bit of a wino, sure, whatever. Not really abusive. And during this whole time, a lot of his ex-girlfriends, Winona Ryder even came to like mm. Johnny never was a verbally abusive or anything like that. Like she's the problem. Like. Right. So you know, I think Ellen Barkin came to the stand. Like, like she, there's some people who've been showing up. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things where you wish you were a jury in Fairfax County, Virginia, because it's like a who's who of like Hollywood's coming in right. here. You get to spend all day looking at Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. You're going, oh my god, this is great. <laughs> gossip, 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 and look, oh look, Jason Momoa does a, this uh, thing, and then here's Kate. You know, like all the people that Johnny Depp has worked with, yeah. and all the people Amber. Amber, some people Amber Heard's worked with. Kevin Costner actually came out in like a news article and it was like, when they broke up, she, she, I found her naked in my dressing room, my trailer, when we were doing three days, uh, three days to kill because she plays his daughter. Like she clearly was like, she was throwing herself at him during that time. And he's like, I, of course he said no, you know, but it was just like, she's not being painted in, a good light and because of how society is public opinion demanded Johnny to actually be against Johnny mm. now those same people are going hey you guys wanted Johnny Depp off of these things and now it's turning that you guys were wrong you backed the wrong horse now if you're going to kick him off of your Warner Brothers if you're going to kick him off of your stuff you need to kick her off of your stuff too it's only fair right Ezra Miller is also getting in trouble. And apparently Ezra Miller, you know, because he's Flash, but he's been arrested twice in Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood, Hollywood, oh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. You know, so it's like now now the eyes are being put on the company going, okay, see, now look, let's look at this. Johnny Depp has, gets fired from, you know, now granted, that's Disney. Disney doesn't play that shit. Mm-hmm. But then you quietly ask him to resign because you want to take her side. Now all of a sudden this, you know, the the proof is in the pudding. She shat on their bed and blamed the dog. <laughs> and you are still, she's still hired by you guys? She, it's proving that she's, she cut off the tip of his finger. Right. Like, like, and, and you guys are, uh, you're still team Amber? You know, like, and like, now there are people out there who kind of feel like, okay, well, it's, it's funny seeing people argue because, when you're on social media, you kill. Okay, let's see what the people are saying. People are like, justice for Johnny. Like, uh, Team Johnny from day one. And the people who were in Amber Heard's side are now trying, are not backpedaling, but they're like, well, they were both bad. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, uh, well, no, they both did things that were evil to each other. Yeah, but you guys were like, really, justice for Johnny. Like, you guys were like, one of his fucking hand on a pike. Mm. And now, now it looks like she was the real, the real issue. And you guys are like, well, we still don't believe it. Nah. Like, no, they're both guilty. You know, it's like, no, not in a court of law. Somebody's guilty. <laughs> like, <laughs> someone's getting paid. You know, I'm more. I was more interested in the, how it's going to turn out because I think it's going to be difficult for her to find. Like what we talked about, Johnny Depp. It was going to be difficult for him to find work after this. I think it's going to be very hard for her to find work after this, especially. When so many people have come out and said, like, yeah, she's a problem. She's kind of, you know, like, there's, like, evidence upon evidence of, like, her lying on stand, her making statements. Like, 
apparently she got like seven million dollars in the into in the divorce that she claimed that she was going to um donate to some some causes for abuse in women she never paid a dime to any of those charities mm. not once you know and they're like well i said i was going to donate well would you sign a check we'll donate and, and like she tried to play like a wordplay well this means this to me like no no where's the money then right you know you didn't do that you know so it's like you're a liar here you're a liar here you're a liar here so she's getting getting her just desserts head right well i just i just thought it was interesting that you know through this all that like right she's like, now axed I'll go you home. Know, I'm, I'm more concerned about the the Warner Brothers aspect of it, not so much of Amber her. Right, the Warner yeah. Brothers aspect. Like, like, they'll like, be fine. They'll be fine. No, but I mean, like, like the fact that, like, you know, because because you mentioned that that you know Ezra Miller is going through his problems in Hawaii, right? And you have her now going thing. It's just like, like what's Warner the Brothers. DC, the Warner what's, Brothers cannot keep a fucking. What's the DC model looking? Hey, now yeah, you know, I saw a nice little thing. This guy's like, yeah, yeah, the Amber Heard. Ooh. Well, at least we had the Flash with we hired Ezra Miller. Shit. Well, you know what? Completely disregarded. We, we're going to probably do a sequel to I Am Legend with Michael B. Jordan and oh Will Smith. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> who's having a hard? Who's having stuff being dropped because of the slap heard around the world? Yeah. You know, so it's like Warner Brothers has having a problem back in the right horse. Apparently, <laughs> they'll be fine. They got bought by. They'll be fine. They got bought by Discovery. <laughs> they'll do a couple of like hey Aquaman on Shark Week and you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman on Shark Week great they'll, they'll do toss them around a little bit fine. fine hey look top speed with the flash <laughs> just Grant Gustin <laughs> <laughs> But it just it just makes me makes me laugh with all the shit going on. You're going, you're going, wow! Like, and I'm like, are they going to other stars now? Like Warner Brother has and going, uh, do we you do we need to have a talk? Like, you know, like let us know now. Like we our PR people need to like know. Well, like, see, that's the beauty. They need a Ray Donovan to to tie it back to the Ray Donovan. The, have you ever seen Ray Donovan? His job was one of those people that you hire from, like, if you, let's say, were a, a famous Hollywood actor and you yeah. woke up with a dead hooker in your bed, right. he'd call Ray Donovan and he'd help clean up to make sure that you weren't there. Right. Back in the old... There was a job they did back in the old days. Like, back when Hollywood was young. Like, you know, no one knew Fatty Arbuckle, you know, abused a woman with a Coke bottle. <laughs> like, yeah. You heard that years later. Yeah. You know, like, you, so-and-so was gay. Who knew? Like... You need people like that in Hollywood, apparently. <laughs> like, you need to bring that job back. Be a cleaner. Sean, Ed, Sean, we have a problem here. Um, Will Smith slapped somebody in the Oscars. We can't help you with that. But, yeah. you know, we got, uh, you know, Nev Campbell, you know, slit the stab some guy in, a, in her living room. Is he alive? Yeah, but we need you to make him quiet. Okay, we'll go right down there. Like, you know, you don't know nothing about nothing. You hear me? Or break your legs. <laughs> you see, you cut it. You got you got a cut in the door. <laughs> you need those. You need those guys again. Right. You know, so that's uh, Warner Brothers needs to get a better job, a better stable of actors. Apparently, right? You know. So uh, one last article. <laughs> we'll round this off with uh, a humorous article. Ed. A humorous, humorous article. article. Humorous. All right, so. 
Bruce Campbell on his role in for Sam Raimi cameos. Yeah. All I'm there for is to fuck with the lead guy. <laughs> <laughs> the actor has been collaborating with Sam Raimi since Evil Dead came out in 1981. Uh, when Marvel announced Sam Raimi would be directing Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness, plenty of film geeks jumped to the conclusion Bruce Campbell will have a cameo in the film. <laughs> Rami and Campbell are somewhat in- inseparable in-, in pop culture due to their collaborations on long-running Evil Dead franchise, but they remain friends and frequently work on pro- other projects together. Uh, Campbell notably had cameos in all three of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man films and his blockbuster Oz the Great and Powerful. And in a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter, he opened up about his Doctor Strange cameo and what it's like to get him to show up on a Sam Raimi set. He's like, you know... The only criteria I ever need is that the character has to be pivotal, he said. In the first Spider-Man, I named Spider-Man. In the second one, I'm the only character to defeat Spider-Man by not letting him into the theater. That's right. And in Spider-Man 3, he comes to the maitre d' for help with his proposal for Mary Jane. How many superheroes come to mortals for help? Like zero. So I set a precedent. And if you do put me in there, it'll I'll change the movie forever. Sam is aware that I've made his moves uh, movies iconic. <laughs> <laughs> While Campbell enjoys influence applied to films for the better, his motivations are not entirely altruistic. The other criteria, honestly, it's the only reason that to be in these movies is that to harass the star. If you look at all the Spider-Man films, all I'm there for is to fuck with the lead guy. That's it. I belittle him, make fun of him, confront him, and harass him. Of course he's always victorious, but you have to create obstacles for your hero to make the journey harder. That's my job. (laughs) In his latest role, sounds like Campbell thinks he did just that. The actor's quite proud of it, too. And here, we can't really deny that it took about an extra 45 seconds of Strange's time, and maybe I saved his life as a result of that. Those 45 seconds, maybe I saved someone's life. Maybe I foiled a plot. <laughs> that's it that's you know good old he's dressed like it's funny though i'm looking at him in this suit he's dressed he's, he's kind of like the stan lee now of like I mean, know, he's a stan lee of sam raimi he's kind of dressed like the joker <laughs> he's got a purple suit on a green tie <laughs> yeah wait for him to go <laughs> wait till they get a load of me <laughs> Because uh, it's the same as like it seems like when when Stan Lee was like he would be he'd be like you know like what's your favorite character the guy guy I'm playing or like right you know like it's it's like ah oh, you get you once once you see me you can go home like <laughs> to me it, uh, it's, it's it's funny I think that for me knowing I'm going to see Doctor Strange and knowing that it's by Sam Raimi I knew Bruce Campbell was going to show up and it when I see him big smile on my face right. Just like when Stan Lee would show up and with a big smile on my face, because I know Bruce, I know it's like, well, he's Sam Raimi's friend. They're best, they're best friends since high school. Mm. Of course, he's going to be in it. Where is he going to show up? Oh my god, he shows up. Papa Pizza. Hey, I'm a Papa Pizza. Are you going to pay for that? And at the end, you know, it's the perfect send off. He gets to fuck with the audience too. Like it's, <laughs> it's like we waited through. It's, eh, it's over. <laughs> like. <laughs> like, all right you guys got me i like that you know i'm just you know just i thought like ed that's interesting that's how he sees it he's 
like Stanley, you said, Stanley is like, I'm important to this role. <laughs> Without me, they don't get to that next scene. Yes. You know, I tied him up for 45 minutes. If if I, it's because of me, he got to live for 45 minutes longer. 45 I could have saved some, 45 seconds. I could have saved somebody. <laughs> I'm the real hero. <laughs> well, Ed, that is all I have. All right. That's it. I'm done. Let's see what happens during, else, during the week. I don't know what else will, but whatever it is, I probably won't bring it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Ed to kind of gas me, like gaslight me. What do you mean? It's the biggest article. Was it really? Like the internet shitted itself. Everybody, everybody, and their mother knows about this fucking thing. Do we have to talk? We be doing us our fans a disservice if we don't talk about it. That's right. Amber Heard's now a part of Aquaman too. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who didn't see this coming? There's gonna be a bunch of people going. Oh, I'm shocked. I, I tell you though, if 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 she was a bigger part of it, I would probably not see Aquaman too. I would probably bow out because of you know because I think it's unfair that they're doing the Johnny Depp and they're oh, not doing right, the right, right. You know, like if she gets to still do stuff that I'm, I'm sure there was that talk. Like, dude, we got to do something because if she's in that movie, she's integral to the plot. A lot of, I mean, a lot of people might not want to go see this movie. Right. We got away with it once because you know everyone was everyone was team team Amber, but now it's starting to look like kind of fucked we gotta do can we what can we do like I don't know like I mean I'm assuming she was probably fighting somebody and they cut that scene out because you know right. can't have you there I'm oh I wonder I'm curious no well, Aquaman doesn't have any I was thinking it's Namer <laughs> I'm like if you get the ultimate crossover I'm like, who could they have? Who could they have done? Like, who could she have fought? Be fighting? Maybe she was fighting an evil version of Aquaman. Let's say, yeah, you know, or maybe she was fighting Black Manta because I think he's in the sequel. All right, you know, I, I don't. Whatever, doesn't matter. She's in there for ten minutes. She's got a, a glorified cameo. I mean, she got paid either way. You could you could do it like the the Don Cheadle uh, thing for Iron Man War Machine. <laughs> right. You know, just replace him, and nobody's going to really know the difference. You know, <laughs> you or, do, no, well, you, know the difference. But I mean, you, know, you do like a flash run by. You go, oh my god, multiverse. <laughs> just change her right in front of you. <laughs> she just she's standing there one minute, and all of a sudden this big glow just goes right up behind her head, so you can't even see her face, and when it dims new actress <laughs> you're like oh my god what happened flashpoint <laughs> like didn't you hmm, look familiar get, get Warner Brothers on the horn <laughs> well you solved that problem you know it's like that's how they handled it in Roseanne walked by Becky was different they're like did you do something with your hair <laughs> like huh weird they just keep walking <laughs> you acknowledge something's off but you just don't pay no mind. Right. Walk by a mirror. Hmm. Is that a new dress? Hey. Huh, okay. And just keep going. It's completely Julian Anderson. Or <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Dallas Bryce Howard. Get her in there. <laughs> you know? Get some some you know good looking redhead. A natural redhead at that. You just you know, boom. Natural represent. Natural represent. <laughs> natural redhead represent. <laughs> Gotta get those redheads, just like you know, because we can't dye your hair. You know, hair. <laughs> that is that is uh, cultural inappropriate, right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Emma Stone, as <laughs> <laughs> Mira, that would never work. <laughs> 
So there you go, kids. Yep, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening. It's Geeksters. You should know that by now. You've been listening to us for two and a half hours. <laughs> if not, hi, I'm Sean. That's Ed. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> if you haven't done it already, what's fucking waiting on? It's been over 446 episodes you've been listening to us. If you've gone this far of not giving us the decency of liking our Facebook page, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or if this is your first episode, uh, <laughs> it's gonna hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shh. No, no. What, I, what Sean means to say is, if this is your first episode, first, welcome. welcome, and then give us a like, and then go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. And if you have, if you haven't already done so, if you want to tell Ed to go fuck himself, wait, wait. wait but you can also go to go to Twitter and, and follow us there at Geeksters. and tell us to go fuck ourselves on Twitter. <laughs> <at Geeksters laughs> Twitter. <laughs> or you can just email Ed directly at. Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-I. And in the immortal words of the maybe not so immortal Stan Lee, Excelsior! <laughs> Trademark Disney. That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!